Why, hello there, everybody, and welcome to Hardcore Heroes. How are you guys doing this fine morning, afternoon? I'm feeling good. Yeah. I'm going to um, going to Gamescom in about ten hours. Flying to Germany. So that's pretty exciting. If anyone's got, I'm only going on the Sunday though. If anyone's uh, at Gamescom on Sunday, then I don't know. Keep an eye out for me, I guess. It'd be a bit weird if you trap me down. You don't want to give them your, your phone number? If, but if you see me, uh, come and say hi and I'll exchange a cursory glance with you and then... <laughs> oh, no, 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 just... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, just uh, do the Twitter thing where people are like, I'm at this place for 20 minutes. Yeah, oh, except I've got like 12 followers on Twitter, so it's not going to do me much good. <laughs> So put it, this is your chance, Nick. Get more followers. Put that <laughs> put that link in chat. All right, I'm gonna, I'll do it. All right. Um, for me, I... Last week, you saw a man who had tried Dwarf Fortress for the first time. I was like, oh, this game's pretty all right. And this week, you see a man who, for I think two or three times over the past week, was like, oh, I'll play some Dwarf Fortress. Oh, shit, it's five in the morning. It's, that game's addictive. Mm-hmm. I can see I, that. Yeah. I haven't even I haven't even touched adventure mode yet. The uh the roguelike mode. I've just been doing fortress mode. Hmm. So yeah, I think my life might be over. Well, if it's gonna go out, might as well go out with something fun. Yeah. Yeah. Dwarfs in a fortress, that's about as fun as it gets, right? Yeah, surrounded by dwarves. Yeah. As good as Alcoholic, it gets, manic depressive dwarves. Sounds like hell to me. <laughs> <laughs> My my hatred of dwarfs extends to real life. You know, I, I don't see that many dwarfs like lying around. But when I yeah. do, for for me, it's always been elves. But this campaign is always it it like pushed dwarves in the elven direction for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. All the subhuman races. You know? Yeah, fuck them. I mean, like halflings are all right. They're they're pretty cool. Gnomes, I could do without them. Yeah, yeah. halflings are just like unobtrusively something. You know, like. There's nothing great about them, but they're not really annoying. They're just kind of there around you. Yeah. And their feet are worth lots of gold. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, always useful in a pinch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, let's talk what happened last week. It's your turn, Sean. Uh, oh yeah, you did just level up. Mm-hmm. Uh, give me like five seconds here to see if I remember what happened last week, otherwise you can do it. <laughs> well, in the meantime, we're gonna do a, a new thing with the map. We've got the whole world map here, and we're just illuminating areas the party has been to. Uh, All right, let's I got see it. how this goes. I think it's a cool method, but we'll see. I haven't finished um, writing the names of all the towns yet. Oh, you've been putting those down. Okay. Yeah. Um, so last week, we started in the forest outside of Anvil. Uh, Darf had just left during the night, and he had run into the Ashlands. So Malachi and Van both chased him through the Ashlands, followed him for multiple days, uh, going almost straight west toward Rainwood. Uh, Darf almost died during the journey from dehydration, but he managed to make it to a village where Van and Malachi tracked him down, convinced him to at least temporarily rejoin the party, uh, went up to Rainwood to collect some pearls for Malachi's identify spell, and then we tried heading back down south to hit up Thornwood and maybe kill the Hydra. Uh, on the road, we got attacked by a bunch of giant spiders who poisoned Nick, I think, twice? Twice, yeah. Yeah. So, oh man, you would have been dead, dead. I was going to say if you rolled a four on your HP roll, but no. No, I was super fucked. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he got bit twice. 
uh, poisoned by two spiders and was facing death unless we managed to find some way to neutralize it. Van was able to hold the poison for, I think, six days at a time, but every time he did it, there was a cumulative 2% chance of failure. So, yeah, we, we had to find a way to do it. We went to Thornwood and considered an alchemist's offer to bleed it out of his system in some horrifying, grotesque ritual. Uh, instead, we opted to travel by carriage up to Stromheim and talk to the clerics there and get his poison neutralized. Uh, and he got it neutralized by some horrible, awful person who was in the temple there. She was Wait. a cleric of Martha who just wanted you guys to be a little bit more devout in your belief. I am very devout, Neil. I think she was a cleric of the... Um... No, she was the nature god, yeah. Uh, Nerul, yeah, whatever. Nadine, who gives a shit? Look, you guys aren't <laughs> worshipping enough, and you need to worship more with the coins. Yeah, yeah. Coins. You, need, you need to show your piety. Yeah, by giving up your material possessions to the church. Yeah. So that way the church knows you're not materialistic. The less you want it, the better it tastes. Yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> so I think we ended just after that spell was cast. Right then. I don't think we even, I think we like walked out of the temple, but I don't think we did anything after. Uh, no. So we'll just pick up outside in Wait. town. There is spells to roll for. Oh, yeah. Oh, because you leveled. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, that was yeah. the final thing was that we knew Nick leveled after the session. I right. rolled a one on his HP for those of you keeping track. Which means I'm going to get all my spells. <laughs> <laughs> the first one, Neil, is Wraith form. Yep. Please don't fail it. All okay. right, 75%. 75 or lower, yeah? Yeah. Yep. Oh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> fuck. It's the one I really wanted as well. Suggestion. Okay. Okay. And, um... I can't, can I try Wraith Form again, Neil? No. No. It's still level. I didn't really need, learn it, though, did I? I just kind of attempt to take it. All right, whatever. <laughs> uh, and That's some half-assed rules learning right there, Nick. You're never going to get what you want if you don't try, if you don't gun for it. So I might go for... Um, I might go for... See, cause Wraith Form is going to be my protection spell. So without that... It'd be a good idea to do fly. Blink. Blink? Does that really... I thought that required the uh, individual initiative. Yeah, how are we going to rule blink, nail an individual initiative if I go for that? Cumbersomely? <laughs> Seems like more of a headache. Somebody made a post in the subreddit about haste not making you roll for a system shock test. Is that... Is he right or is he not right? Um... I haven't read the post, but I think there are so few things that magically aid you. I think haste is one of the things that you should have to roll system shock for. It's basically that his argument is that it says in the spell you aged faster because of the increased metabolic rate. And oh, yeah. Because of magic. But it, I mean, it still is, though, isn't it, really? It's, I can see why you wouldn't make the save in that case. Because the I mean, other ones does... are literally just like your body is basically ripped out of time and you're sent forward to an aged state. I, I know, it's, it's just that haste makes... Haste is very dangerous then. Because what, what is your system shock, Malachi? Uh, what's that on the constitution? Yeah. 70%. I mean, and what's yours, Sean? Uh, that's a good question. I have to open up my character sheet. It's probably going to be high. I have 16 con. Or 15 con, sorry. Uh, but, um, I can't believe I failed this shit. Yeah, I will say... 
So it's an 85 for you. It was a uh, 95 for you. Somewhere around there. I, I will say, though, that if you aged Van, he might kill you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's double against you. Yeah. It's just... I won't go for haste, then. I think I'm going to have to take... I mean, it... I don't, I don't know. I would say that it's pretty punishing on its own. Like, if you're an elf, you can abuse the shit out of haste, but when you're a human, you can't really work with that too hard because you're going to hit middle age very quickly. Okay, I'm going to take fly. Fuck it. All right. Passed. So, fly and suggestion. Wait, if you have to roll a system shock check to survive haste, you could cast it on people to kill them. Yes. True. But that would be weird. That's a really weird spell. Like, either it's going to kill you or it's going to give you double attacks. I think that's yeah. why it's weird to make it a save or die spell. Mm hmm. I don't know. What was the last one that you picked? Suge uh, fly. Fly. Okay. You always fail something. Like, I don't think I've ever seen you roll for three spells and get all three. Uh, I got it all at last level. Five oh, really? slayer monster something like that. Okay. I should have got Wraith Form over monster summoning really in hindsight, but it's cool. Wait, what is this? Restore youth? Restore youth is a spell? Magically ages uh, you backwards. Does that still produce a chance to kill you? Yes. Mm. So I have a ninety-five percent chance to survive. That's basically eternal youth. How this much game. does it uh, de-age you? A year per caster level. Not bad. And you have to be eleventh level to do it, so it's going to be ten years minimum or eleven years minimum. Alright, so you guys are in Stromheim. <clears throat> is it? It's the first thing in the morning, isn't it? Yeah, we went there right in the morning. So we've, we've walked out. I guess we just get back to the tavern, or the inn to start with. Well, we don't have an inn. Oh, yeah, we stayed at an inn, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, alright, we'll head back there. Alright. I guess as we're walking back, like, man, thank, thank God for that. I was worried there, Van. I was too. I was. This is why I avoid big cities, Malachi. Why is that? The people here, the bureaucracy, all the... As much as I love architecture, I can't say that I care much for the people who live inside of it. Well, at least there's no giant spiders. That is true. There is that. Yeah. Uh, Darf kind of chimes in. So, guys? Oh yeah, Darf. Did you just forget that out. I was here? No. No, I was actually going to ask. Are no. you planning to stick around or go back to Copper Hill? Well, Copper Hill's not that far from here, actually. You just take the north road, and it's the next town over. It's maybe a, a two-day journey by foot. Right. Um, I was thinking, as long as we're here, do you guys want to come and return the spell book to Joris yourself? Is he a, a famous spot? adventurer? Is he no, a if you gave him back his spellbook, he'd probably give you access to it in the future, Malachi. 
what do you say, Dorf? Does that, does that sound reasonable, or...? I don't think it's unreasonable. I mean, he's a... kind and... generous man, sometimes. Well, all the stories I've heard about him are pretty good, so... I, mean, I, I, I say I, flicking I, through the spellbook. <laughs> you, you said you hated his spellbook, so... Yeah, it's not really that much good stuff in here. Well, I did, you know... I just took one of his spell books. Oh, he's got more? Yeah, this is just one of his traveling books. He's got maybe a half dozen or so, maybe two dozen. I don't know, he's got a bunch of books. I don't know which ones are filled with spells and which ones are filled with poetry, but hmm. but he's got a lot of books. You know, Malachi, it might be a good idea to endear yourself to him. You can always yeah. use a few more friends. Maybe we should go back, yeah. I run out of opportunities to make friends these days. Everyone's more so than two friends. Are you my friend, off? Well, I was talking about <laughs> wolf and bear. Ah. You wound me. <laughs> Fine. No, let's go. It's only a couple of days' journey, and... You'd only die on the road on your own, so... <laughs> That's the spirit. Okay. So, um, Darf takes point. Do you guys have food for two days? Uh, we can stock up and I know I have rations, but the others can stock up. Yeah, I, I top up my rations to seven days. It's a pound per day for rations, right? Um, I think we've sure. got five pounds for a week. That's what I've got on my card. Uh, I don't remember. No. Rations are uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah, rations are very difficult. On, generally rational. what I do, I, I only work with them when people are specifically going out into the wilderness for an indefinite period of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If they're just traveling the road, I just hand wave that. Yeah. Hey. So you guys set out on the north road out of Stromheim. Let me uh, send you some spells here. Yeah, I picked up water skins specifically so that we don't die of thirst this time. Good call. Poor Jeeves is back home wondering whatever happened to you guys. What's he gonna do if you don't show up again? Yeah. Does he get I the mean, carriage we and the gone, horse? We've only been gone for like a week, and we did say we were going all the way over to Anvil, so. I think you guys have actually been gone for a while, because you spent a few days up in Anvil uh, yeah. area. I mean, it's, that is true. It's probably been a while, but it's been less than a month, so he is still contracted. Yeah. yeah. So if he runs away, we'll find him. Oh, Jeeves would never leave you. I don't think. <laughs> he might die soon. How old is he? And he does have that nasty heroin habit. I think he was drinking. <laughs> I don't know, man. He seemed pretty out of it to me. No. It's gotta be like pipeweed or something. Yeah, There's halflings in this town. A bit of innocent pipeweed. Yeah. That's of course what the problem. cleric goes to. No, no, no. It's not heroin. Jeeves is a good and moral man. He would never Look, do that. He just injected a few marijuanas. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. You, the three of you set out on the open road headed north of Stromheim looking for Rainwood. Uh, not Rainwood. Copper Hill. Um, as you walk... Ooh, wait a minute. That did not work. Uh, as you walk... What's his name? Darf begins to tell you stories of growing up in Copper Hill and uh, tries to tell you stories about his dad but he wasn't really around for much of that so he's only got the stories that uh, Joris told him 
and they're not always all that fantastic. Mm-hmm. Was was Doff's father one of Joris's adventuring friends? Yeah, uh, and then you know when he died, Joris decided to stop adventuring because he had his own kids and he had his buddy's kids to take care of now, and it's just you know, there, there's a lot of children everywhere. Yeah. Okay, before you say anything about what happens on the road, let me finish memorizing my spells here. <laughs> I, I just want to make sure you know I'm not metagaming or anything. Yeah, I, I appreciate that level of detail mm-hmm. from you, uh, Sean. It's something I wish all my players would do. Who, who are you staring in the camera for? Yeah, hey, I always do my spells. Oh, or yeah, no, of course, of course, Malachi. I'm not talking about you. No. Nice. Hope not. Yeah, I mean, your spells are already in the chat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think we'll just take that. That's nice defensive layout, so then I'll grab an entangle spell. Here we go. Oh, yeah, once we get to town, or once we get to Copper Hill, I have to do something, Malachi. Somebody were, called me a terrible person for this, and they're completely right. <laughs> for what? Well, we'll see. Okay. Alright, master block, it says second in the second of the chart. So, the lot of you are enjoying your leisurely stroll um, you know, through this nice plains area. There's hills off to the west, open plain out to the east and the north. Darf tells you that's Flat County, the same county that is part of, that Anvil is a part of. Just kind of stretches on and on and on and on. It takes up maybe about a third of the kingdom of Eridon. It's, it's actually quite huge, maybe even half. What other baronies are in Flat County? Um, there's Anvil, there's Fortune, there's Weatherlight, there's Heatstroke, and there's one more that I can't remember right now. Maybe it's Plainsview, he says? Uh, some shitty other town that no one gives a crap about. Hmm. Is Anvil hmm. the smallest, or? Mm-hmm. Anvil's yeah. a piece of crap town. In fact, I didn't even remember its name until we had our adventures over there. We we went to Anvil uh, before the occupation, was it, Malachi? It's been a long time now. Yep. Yeah. Seems like a reasonably nice place. Minus, had, uh, the, minus the black market. That female sheriff, do you remember? Yeah, yeah. And the wizard with the halfling's feet, yeah. What, what about the sheriff? Uh, uh, she, was, she seemed quite nice. Aloof. She, yeah. she seemed very aloof. My kind of woman. <laughs> I don't know. The the scarier thing, or the more, more noteworthy thing, was the the black market for halflings' feet over there. Yeah, we, I've we heard of rumors of halflings' feet being sold, but I didn't think anyone actually wanted that. We I mean, killed the dealers ourselves. Wait, so now that I think about it, was wait. there any halflings left in Anvil the second time we went back? Maybe Carrot killed them all. No, I think it was mostly halflings. There are a lot of halflings here. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, why would anyone want a halfling's foot? What is that really supposed to do? Uh, I, I personally don't know, but I've heard that they're good luck charms. People think yeah. that they can be used as, um, like, folk cures and things like that. Oh, we're getting attacked. Yeah, in Holy the middle of conversation, you guys are just having a nice chat. Oh, Do we no. not get, like, a wisdom roll for this? Uh, there's a surprise check that gets made, but I make oh. it. Um, right. As you're walking along the road... Dogs from, uh, the dogs. on the side of the hill. Oh, wait, what about the dogs? The dogs nail. Dogs oh, are proficient true. at noticing things before they happen. That's true. However, the 
So a surprise roll is a 1d10, and a 1, 2, and 3 is a surprise, is surprise, so a 30% chance of surprise. Mm -hmm. um, furthermore, if a creature like what's about to hit you is ambushing you, this one also imposes a further minus something, I can't find it right now, on your surprise check. And you roll the 2, so I eat with the bonuses from the dogs and the penalties from the, the, the creatures launching themselves at you that the dogs did not notice. As long as it's not spiders again. Oh, it is spiders again. It's two giant trapdoor spiders. That's why I gave what I rolled on the encounter table. Oh, oh yeah. They <laughs> launched themselves, both of them, at Van Helsing. Oh, I think I might die here. Maybe. Oh. No. I think, I think trapdoor spiders might be the type F. No, they don't have type F poison, I don't think. I think these guys are more just, like, physical. I know there's type F poison. Okay, every single spider in the book is poisonous, except for one that has, like, swords for legs. That's the, that's the only one I know that isn't poisonous, and I know that. <laughs> Because I killed two people with that spider. All right. Uh, the, one of the first spider overshoots Van Helsing by a good, like, 15 yards. He just, like, leaps maybe 30 feet and then, well, I'm sorry, 30 yards and then lands 15 yards behind Van Helsing. So if, the other one's on, if the other one's in front or on my shield arm, I get my shield bonus to that. You do, but that natural 19 plus 1 for supplies plus 3 for Thacko does not matter. Yep. It strikes you, sinking its teeth into you for 5 points of damage. I'll go ahead and roll my death save. Yes, please. Cast. All right. Yes. Whew. Close one. Don't take any more hits. Yeah. Uh, please roll initiative. Sure. You do it. Uh, I'm not going to use Flame Blade. I'm going to use that fancy new scimitar I still haven't tried out. Yeah. Four. So here's the other thing, is when this giant trapdoor spider lands on you, Van Helsing, it wraps a bunch of its arms around you and uses uh, legs around you and uses the other two to begin to scuttle back towards its uh, uh. A victim can get free by making a successful strength check with a minus two penalty or be freed by their companions if they have enough strength. So... So basically, the spider leaps at you by surprise, wraps its arms around you, so your arms right. are kind of pinned next to you, and begins to try and drag you back into its lair, while the other wow. spider is turning around, trying to sort out its next target. While it's I mean, dragging me, would I get, like, free attacks on it, since no, it's basically closing itself? No, it's got your itself? arms pinned. It specifically says you can't make attacks, but you can make okay. strength checks to escape. All right, then I guess I gotta make a strength check. Is that an action to make the strength check? Uh, yeah, that would be your, your action for the turn. Uh, but the spiders go first. Fuck. Okay. No, right? No, Neil. I'm behind the dogs. You can't target me with this thing. Uh, they jump. They're jumping trapdoor <laughs> spiders. That's These okay. Are the weirdest spiders. Uh, it's going after Wolf instead. It takes a leap towards Wolf and overshoots the dog again. Maybe the spider yes. needs glasses or something. You better nuke this fucking spider on me, Nick. Yeah. Meanwhile, the one that's got Van starts dragging him back to the the tunnel. Um, it's not that far, it's only 30 yards, so at the end of the round, Van, you are beginning to be pulled down into this tunnel while you struggle. Uh, I shouldn't say at the end of the round. When your turn run comes around, you're being pulled into the tunnel itself. Sure. So I've got 16 strength, so for my round, I've got to roll 14 or lower on the right. C20. It's a fail. Ooh. You are Fuck that, my... Gygax, damn you from the grave. You put a minus two penalty on that strength check, and it fucked me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why is there a minus two? Just because of the spider? Yeah, because it's a strong. giant spider. Neil, how close are the two spiders? How close are we talking here? 
Uh, how close are they together or to you? Yes, to each other. Uh, 30 yards apart. One of them is already in the tunnel, dragging Van Helsing down into it. The other oh, what spider, does Darth do? The, the other spider is kind of uh, on the opposite side of the road, having just tried to attack Wolf. How many uh, yards? 30. Too 30 far away. yards, but between the two spiders are also you guys. So a fireball would hit all y'all. No, yeah, I was thinking about slow. I don't know if I've got a good way to free you. Uh, I mean, slow would give me more strength checks. Darf leaps into action. Uh, wait, he doesn't have a weapon. Nope. I take he has back. my bow. Oh, he's got your bow. He draws it and takes shots at the spider on the outside of the tunnel. That is a natural 18. Darf hits, and with the second shot is a miss. Whatever you have to nuke the one on me, I say do it. <laughs> Well, I can't fireball it, so I can slow it or magic missile. So I guess I'm going to magic missile it. You'll you'll escape. It's not attacking you up. Hopefully. I think it can bite me. Yeah, but it didn't, though, did it? it I think it has to drag me as an action or something. Yeah. So I'm going to magic missile on spider. Okay, I think you still have a good view of it, especially all of its legs. Uh, roll me damage. Oh, wait. Both, both dogs and Darth are attacking the other one, yeah? Uh, Van Helsing, did you make your saving throw versus poison? I did. I passed it. Um, uh, out you of still curiosity. take some damage from passing from this guy. You take oh. three points of damage even if you pass. Damn. I'll actually, I'll cast slow on Van's spider. Get some minus four to its save. Yeah, save with minus four. Okay. <laughs> it's gonna fucking roll a twenty. No, it rolls a three. It rolls uh, a negative one after oh, adjustments. Yes, okay. Um, that spider begins to really slow down in Dragon Van. I back away from the combat nail. Okay. Uh, roll attacks for the dogs, who I think are going after the outdoor spider. Yes. Uh, 20 plus 1. 5 and 15. Uh, 15 is a hit. No! No, no? it's not. I'd take Shit. it back. Okay. Wait, flank attack though, maybe? Sure. 16's a hit. Six. There we go. We got the magic number. Yeah, we got the magic. Way to coax it out of him there. Not be adjusting the dice. Um, all right, that outdoor spider it. is not in good shape, um, and we roll wow. initiative. All right. It's only been hit once, hasn't it? So Darf shot it too. Do you want me to roll it again since I'm the one in mortal danger? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Nine. All right, these spiders go first. Uh, Van, you feel yourself being slowly pulled down into the yeah. recesses of this massive tunnel. It's maybe eight feet across. Uh, well, actually seven feet across, and the spider's kind of cramped going down. Sure. But after a few minutes, you feel yourself opening into this much larger chamber. There's no light. So There's very little light coming in down on. in here. But this hold chamber on, it goes very slowly, right? Ten yeah, feet it's across. Yeah, uh, Fifteen feet it's going, across. It's like pulling me struggling backwards while slowed. It's got to be going pretty slow. Half speed. Yes, it's going half speed. So the tunnel is not actually that long. The tunnel's only maybe 15 feet long before you get to this big inner chamber. So it gets mm -hmm. you, pull you uh, 15 yards this round. So it does pull you into the tunnel. Um, okay. Out of sight. Yeah, uh, so you guys can no longer see him or the spider, but inside you can still see out to the road. Uh, and in here, you see desiccated corpses of many other people and some animals. So, yeah, so Van Helsing 
It, oh wait, do the other spider's action if you haven't already. And then, because we have- uh, Oh right, the other spider uh, retreats from combat. Okay. It tries to scurry around you guys and head back into the tunnel. It gets to the entrance of the tunnel, but can't quite get in this round because of its slow movement rate. Um, uh, Neil, technically Sean should act before the spider because it's slowed. Oh yeah, it would automatically fail initiative. All right, make me that strength check before that means, you get pulled all the yeah. way down. Also, that would mean Malachi would get another spell off in time. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, so D20 on the spell. Fail. Oh, oh no. I, I roll horribly all the time, unless I'm making stat checks. Ben just shouts, Malachi! <laughs> roll missiles! Magic missiles! I can't I can't see it though, can I? Is it? Mm -hmm. No. Oh, uh, no, because it's. before it because of the initiative thing. You're right. It's slowed, so it goes last, so you can still see it. Yeah. yeah. But do you, does the other spider not move in the way of the tunnel, though? Um, it, it ran from combat. No, it, it's running, it's trying to retreat into the tunnel. Uh, no. So you're actually right, yes. The other spider is blocking your view of Mal, uh, Van Helsing. Totally, though? Because the other spider, so is it tall enough to block my whole view? Because the other spider the spider's like standing up and wrapped around me, right? The spider's like 10 feet across. The tunnel's only 7 feet across, so it's like the spiders have to kind of squeeze to scurry into the tunnel. Right, what I'm saying is the other be... spider's like standing up, so wouldn't it be taller than the first one? Because it's like standing up to grab me and pull me back. So wouldn't he see me over the first spider, or the one that's retreating? Because you said that it like stood up, grabbed me, and was like pulling me by its back two legs. So it wouldn't have yeah. to be like standing up slightly? Uh, I think the other spider and the darkness together kind of obscures the view. Alright, well I imagine missile the one that's in view, yeah. The one that's injured already. Or 11. Oh, uh, it squirms and writhes and dies on the ground. Uh, Darf takes his first shot at. Down the tunnel? Down the tunnel, so firing into melee between Van Helsing and Giant Spider. Uh, hits Giant Spider, well, targets oh. Giant Spider, and misses. Giant Spider pulls Van into this chamber filled with old, Wait, dead bodies. Wait, no. So this One is, the yeah, now I'm into the tunnel. Down, One of the dogs runs down now. Alright, wolf guns running down. Twenty! Yes. Rips apart the spider's leg with seven damage. Oh nice. Yeah. Oh, what about yeah, I guess only one dog can fit down at a time. Yeah, that's what I figure, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Initiative. Still you gone. Yep, I'm the one who's about to die. Spider goes first. It's got you down here now, Van. Wait, no, it fails because it's slowed. Oh, it's slowed. You're right, so doesn't even need to roll it. There we go. I break free. You wrestle free from the spider's limbs. Uh, there's plenty of movement room. This is a quite a large chamber. Although you do see this weird, like, probably an egg sack uh, hanging from part of the wall. Okay. I run down the tunnel now. All right. Yeah. You, the two dogs, both come down the tumble. Uh, Darf is outside with the bow, holding the outside, making sure nothing else comes here. Cool. So I magic missile the spider. Do it. 11. Very nice. And then both attacks it. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Dog. Both dogs can get to it. Frontal attacks. Miss. Oh, nice. Wolf again. Five. Wolf is on point today as he rips the spider limb from limb, leaving an arachnid skeleton or exoskeleton lying scattered across the ground. So you mentioned Van saw egg sacks? Oh yeah, one big okay. egg sack, maybe he, eight feet tall. Just kind of he casts flame blade and starts stabbing this thing with fire. 
fucking spiders, man. Yeah, fuck the spiders. We're we started this camp. How many spiders have we killed this campaign? Because by the end of this campaign, there will be no more giant spiders. <laughs> then yeah. we'll make that vow. All right, you start slashing into it. The egg sac goes up in flames as thousands of spiders the size of your hand, tarantula sized spiders. Yeah, so we start, start running out of the <laughs> everywhere. No, wait, there yeah. was loot down here. Wait. There, there's thousands of tarantulas me. in this cave, Malachi. Yeah, Do you yeah, still yeah, want to yeah, hang yeah, out? Yeah, yeah. Van runs behind me, and I'm going to fireball the cave. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> all right. right. As I stand at the entrance, I'm going to burn it all down. All right. These tarantulas. You cast a fireball the in there. It blows up. There's not enough room in that cave for the entire fireball to fit. So you get a, like a, a jet of fire erupting from the exit of the cave, which I think you're aware enough of to avoid sure, right, being yeah. hit by it. I didn't know the, the area of the cave before I cast it, but yeah. I assume Malachi. I assume, I assume we were like running out because you were like, I'm going to fireball it. So it's like the Millennium Falcon escaping the Death Star. Burn it with fire. Whatever is in there is gone now. Uh, definitely no spiders surviving. All right, I go back down. Um... You, you're choking on the lack torch. of oxygen down here. It's very uncomfortable. All right. Did it burn all of it? Yeah, I mean, it's... He cast a 20-foot radius fireball into a 20-foot wide That's true. Area. It did cover the whole area. Mm -hmm. It burns fast, but all of it... Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, it's just... It's empty now. Oh, I shouldn't say empty. It's a, a devoid of oxygen, and anything that was flammable is, is burned. We could wait for a few minutes, Malachi. Yeah, how far Actually, away from... Can go back in. Maybe we could... How Another day traveled? still. How long have we, have we traveled the whole day though, or? You've traveled six hours. Malachi, if you give me some time to relearn my spells, I could throw the water skin over your head and then cast water breathing on you. <laughs> well, we we could just make camp here. <laughs> I think the bigger problem is you can't put your head in a water skin. <laughs> <laughs> it stretches. <laughs> we could just make, make camp here for the night and check out tomorrow. Sure. Sure. Although that's a very interesting way of getting into things. Like, you could put your head in a bucket and water breathe. Yeah. And if only you could have transparent buckets. Maybe you could get a specially designed glass bucket. You could probably use something like Tensor's floating disc. I think that's translucent. So you wouldn't see that well, but you'd at least be able to see. Or you build a special bucket that, like, collapses over you. Uh, that has, like, a hole on top, and then you fill it from above. <laughs> you get, I have a spell called Scrying Pool. So what you can do, you can have one layer of water in the bucket, and then you can have like glass for the and the, between that and the second layer, you cast Scrying Pool on the bottom layer so that you can see directly in front of you while you have your face down in this bucket breathing water. Uh, yeah. I like it. Dumb ways to make a periscope. <laughs> so we sell camp. All right. I, I, I do a cursory look around for more trapdoor spider burrows. Uh, the rest of the area seems to be pretty clear. It seems like this was a, a mated pair who, if if spiders mate, maybe they're just sharing territory. You're not a, I don't know what the term for one who studies spiders is, but you're not one of them. No, True. definitely not. Um, so I think instead of having Nick go to sleep for the night, wait, did I not take it? Oh, never mind. I don't have it. Yeah, let's just make count because we'll wait for the oxygen to refill. Oh yeah, no, no, no. I, I just wanted to have you have you have spells for the night, but um, I mean, it's not going to be. I've got a few more spells. Okay. All right. So we make camp and then we split the watch three ways. Sure. The night passes uneventfully. Um, in the morning, the road is empty and barren all around you. Darf gets up, does some calisthenics, 
and uh, start packing up camp. Well, Van, do you want to head down here with me? I don't imagine there's sure. anything left. Sure. Uh, so I do have a torch on my character sheet now. So I'm sick of us not having those. Oh, wait, you have your staff. We don't need it. That's why I don't have any torches. Yeah, yeah. All right. So I, I take the bag off my staff and walk down the... Uh, I just replaced my spells the same as yesterday, Neil, so I've got a relapse, fireball, slow, and two of the spells. Hey. An hour and 20 minutes. And we head down into the burrow. Sure. Let me grab my spells I'm taking for the day then. All right. So you start searching around here. Uh, anything that could have been burned is burned. The corpses have kind of old, bent, damaged weapons. Um, kind of like leather or padded gambeson armor. Nothing, nothing really valuable. Uh, although, as you search through things, you do come across a ripped, torn, and charred leather bag that holds four gems. Nice. I'll take them. Thank you. I need the gold. So, sure you do too, yeah, I actually we can we can get it appraised and then split it from there. Yeah. Yes, they four gems. are four jade gemstones. Okay. All right. I'll write these down. I come walking out of the tunnel, like throwing the gemstones up and catching them, and say, "Hey, look! It was worth it, Doff." Hell, one of those. I don't know, some sort of uh, jewel. Ah, well. Uh, you guys ready to meet Joris? Yeah, how sure. Far uh, give me a minute, though. I need to memorize my spells for the day. And Van Hilsing is going to burn a cure light wounds to heal back the damage he took. Nice. Actually, probably a couple cure light wounds, considering I took that extra poison damage. Mm -hmm. And I've got a. Oh yeah, definitely a few cure light wounds. Brings back five. That takes me to full. So then I memorize my spells for the day. Cool. What was the poison on those spiders? Um. Oh, I totally lied. No, I misread that. You didn't take that extra three. Okay. It it no, doesn't it's, really it's matter. It's d six if you fail. I thought it said d six if you pass. So okay. it's really not not that bad. The poison. No, no, no. Giant trapdoor spiders are not very poisonous at all. Yeah, that I, I was going to say like. Giant trapdoor spiders are poisonous, but yeah, it makes a little bit of sense if it's just like it, it's more like it's a painful bite. Then, yeah. Well, um, cool. You guys continue along the way. Um, the rest of the day passes without too much interest. Darf continues to tell you stories of mostly Joris, a, a few of his father. Um, when eventually you guys come across a river. Uh, you can see on the other side of the river is a town. This road a little bit better. Um, and Darf says, well, we're, we're not go actually going into town. Doris lives outside of it uh, with his oh. wife. Yeah. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. I've heard wizards are very solitary people. Yeah. Something like that. Has uh, he built a tower? No, no, no. He talks of it from time to time, but his wife says she doesn't want to climb stairs every day to, to get to bed or to get to the kitchen or 
mm. you know, whatever. I see. Yeah. It's a lot easier to live on flat ground, but it's over here. It's just down uh, upriver a little bit towards the hills, which is south from you. So he takes you off the road. Eventually you find this kind of narrow path. It looks more like a game trail than an actual uh, path that someone might live on. And you guys come to this small, cozy little cottage out kind of away from everything else. There's a river, uh, I don't know, 20 feet from the, the cottage. There's a little bit of farmland that's fenced in. There are two dogs outside lazily laying on the porch eyeing you. And as they see you and your dogs, they get up and start to howl. Uh, they are basset hounds, the ones with the big floppy skin and the long ears. And the <laughs> Not good for killing chimeras, then. Oh. As the, the dogs start to howl, middle-aged man with long white hair steps out of the house. He's got uh, like uh, leather breeches, I guess, like like riding pants, maybe, and a, uh, a, a ruffled shirt that comes down all the way to his hands. He's wearing purple gloves and uh, has seems to have a, a, a war hammer at his side. He puts Bail. his hands on his hips and surveys okay. the view of you approaching. Before we go into this, did I perchance learn Chlorodians last night? Ooh, good call. Um, no, you did not. Can I fail or I'm still learning? You're still learning. I look, I look to, to Darth, I'm like, is this him? He nods, uh, and then tentatively steps in front of you and goes, Hey, Joris! How's it going? Uh, Joris grabs his warhammer out of his waist and starts marching towards you guys with an angry look on his face. Whoa, 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 there's no need for that. Oh, there's no need about? for what? You know what the crime for thievery is in this part of the world? Hang on, hang on, hang on. I say as I pull his spellbook out of my bag. Is this what you're looking for? Why, yes it is. Are you an accomplice of his? We, he, we uh, brought it back to return it to you. Yeah, he and his friends got themselves near killed by some werewolves down in the wilderness for you. Mm -hmm. I May I see the book? Yeah, go ahead takes it, quickly flips through it, gives it a, a quick sniff, tucks it under his arm, keeps his warhammer out, but hanging at his side and goes, I'll get to you in a moment, Darf. Now, two of you, who the hell are you? I'm Van Heelsinger, cleric of cheese, from back in Shirebrook. Mm-hmm. And I'm just a, a humble fan. I've heard many tales of you, Joris. Hmm. I thought the killing of the werewolves to retrieve the spellbook was rather, um, uh, fitting. That time when you summoned the werewolf leader and killed him, uh, maybe it's not true, I'd... Oh, yeah, uh, I don't know, so many things happen, they all tend to blur together, whatever. I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. Oh. Great to meet you, and, uh, I'm glad to have been of service. He tucks the warhammer away and shakes your hand, and then turns to Darf and says, "You have some explaining to do, buddy. 
why don't the the lot of you come in for for dinner, let's call it, and we'll we'll talk all this out. See what uh we need to do about here. You guys hungry? Sure. Yeah. I, I say turns to Darth and Van. Ah, went quite well. Let's go. You guys go inside his little hut. It's not particularly late. It's maybe four or something. He sets around making tea as you guys mm-hmm. sit up around the table. The dogs are all running in circles, sniffing each other's butts. <laughs> as dogs are wont to do. Um, and does he have any, like, wines lying around? Wine? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so I can cast water to wine. Am I able to choose what kind of wine? Um, very, very broadly. Oh, wait, no, 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 I can. I can do it, but I have to be... It says at level 7, the caster may pair the wine specifically with foods. Ah. Okay, so never mind then. I I wanted to, like, start drinking more wines that I could get all these in my palate and to start making whatever type of wine I wanted at any given time. Hmm. Very nice. Mm Mm-hmm. That is the only custom spell on the Real Goblins website. What's that? Water to oh, wine. Oh, it's, it's a custom spell? It's a custom right. spell. Oh, I... <laughs> I made it for JP like four years ago. Oh, it's like for a uh, Yeah. I, that, so that was the first time I'd ever seen second edition, so I just assumed that was the second edition spell? No, I think if you look down at the book, it doesn't have one on the, on the card. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. All right, so Joris asked Stark to explain things. Um, we don't have to roleplay this because it's, you know, it's the last few weeks of adventuring. Um, so we yeah. don't have to retell every detail of it. Van puts in a few good words for Darth here and there. Yeah, I think we try and support it off. All right. So it takes maybe an hour to explain the whole story. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the end of it, Joris kind of looks over the table... His arms crossed. As well. Darf, you're an idiot. You got all of your friends killed. You're responsible for their deaths. That will hang over you for the rest of your life. And you should feel ashamed of yourself every single day. Now, the two of you... You know who I am. And you know what this is. And it took you how long to get it back to me? A month-ish? Seriously? I've got, you know, we can't drop everything just because some old wizard misplaced his spellbook. No offense. Some old wizard misplaced it. (laughs) So, mis- We, so we took, we took our time getting back because we were engaged in political matters down south. Uh, I don't give two shits about the politics of stupid ass highborn nobles. Well, you know, the Carrick fellow who took over a town, slaughtered all the all the family there. He shrugs. And then the lives of townspeople are worth more than one of your spellbooks being oh, delayed. Oh, really? You know, I mean, townspeople are going to be dying left and right. I mean, what are you going to do? Give up your whole life to serve the people? Darth painted a much more heroic image of you, Joris. Look, look. Let's just say your your child was kidnapped, and then someone brought back your child. Of course you'd be happy that they brought back your child, but then you find out that they took, like, a three-week detour in bringing back your child. I'm just saying, this is an important spellbook, and had it fallen into the wrong hands, very, very terrible things could have been done, and you guys were 
extraordinarily irresponsible in not bringing back this back to me post haste. Was it really that that uh, potent? I hadn't. Oh man, you don't even know what's in there. Now that said, I still appreciate you bringing back the spell book. You could have done a better job. A much better job. But you guys aren't that bad. I suddenly have a bit more respect for Duff. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm sure Darf has already told you, I, I've given up that whole helping the people, saving them sort of shit. I, I got my own family to look after now. It's up to you young folk who have no real ties to anything or no real lives that matter, no offense, to uh, do all the, the rescuing and saving and, and that sort of thing. Right. Right. So... He says, uh, patting the spellbook, looking dead at Malachi. Uh, I bet you took a peek at what's in here, didn't you? Maybe that's why it took you so long to bring it back. You were doing a, maybe a, a little fishing around for your own glory? Just because you do something doesn't mean that I would. He definitely was, though, Van. Pipes in, like, <laughs> don't even try to bullshit this, Malachi. <laughs> All right, look, I'm Don't even try it. Fair enough. Look. You know what? In my younger days, I probably would have done that too back before I had common sense. <laughs> so, uh, why don't we make a, a more honest deal here? Uh, okay. I'm going I'm to level with you guys a little bit. I was an extraordinarily successful adventurer. By the time I retired, I had tens of thousands of gold in wealth around me. This house was finely decorated and we drank from gold goblets and ate off silverware. Hold day. on, hold on. How? I've been doing this. For, we killed a fucking chimera. We didn't get a dime from that. Well, did you kill it in its lair? No, it attacked us on the road. See, what you gotta do is ride the chimera back to its lair, kill it there, and then loot the lair. Do you know how much money a chimera has? Do you know how often they kill people? Knights, nobles, uh, merchants? How do you, Their lairs how do you are ride stocked. a chimera? Look, I can't... I can't teach you how to do the things that come naturally to me. <laughs> Clearly, I have much to learn. But as I said, humbly, I was an extraordinarily successful and wealthy adventurer. But apparently I'm quite good at making money, and I'm quite good at spending money, and having lived an extravagant lifestyle my whole life, it, it's not working out so well these days. Um, the, you know, the, the non-adventuring thing. I keep importing all my wine from Elven Lands, and it's expensive. We, we we have beef brought in from town every other day or so. You know, it, there are costs to live my level of comfort. It's, it's not a cheap lifestyle. Of course. Uh, but I, I promised my wife I, I'd give it up. I'd give it up. So let's make a, a wee bit of a deal here. There's a moderately, maybe well-guarded ancient tomb that I had on my list of things to do before I stopped. Um, and I, I'm not going back, but maybe we can make the deal here. Uh, I got the location of this ancient tomb all lined up. Um, and there ought to be a good deal of wealth down there. 
Now, what? Why don't we make this deal? I show you where it is. Tell you really, I, I'm not going out. You guys to go down there, finish off whatever's down there. Uh, you know, whatever golems might be guarding it, and then bring me back the wealth. I'll share some of it with you and young whippersnapper Malachi. I'll uh, let you peer around in some of my spell books. And well, maybe we can work out some sort of decent trade. You need new spells, you bring me gold, I give you spells. You know, this way uh, maybe I don't have to worry so much about my cost of living. Sounds interesting, but um, maybe we should talk about the split of this wealth. And maybe we should talk about the golems in the tomb. I mean, it's just a few clay golems. Clay golems. Mm -hmm. Are they to be feared, or...? Um, uh, they are moderately quite dangerous, yeah. Okay. Um, so what you propose is you tell us where this, this tomb is, mm -hmm. we go there and do all the work, mm -hmm. and then you take a large chunk of the profit. Well, well, you get all the loot, and then you can give it to me for access to my great wealth of spellbooks. In the long term, if you guys survive, this is actually a better deal for you. It's a short-term investment for me, long-term investment for you. And really, what is life but making strategic long-term investments? Let's say we split the wealth between the three of us. You're not going to give poor Darth a share? No. If Darth wants to come, then we'll split it by four. Cool. So, um, you, I'll take 75% uh... and the three of you can split the 25 no, no, no. We take 25 each. You can't even be bothered to Well, then to why them. would I give you access to any of my spellbooks? Because we're doing all of the work. Yeah, but you don't even know where it is. Without my knowledge, and oh, my yes, knowledge your of knowledge what's down there... not bothered to put your life on the line to act upon. I made promises. I got kids. I can't be risking my life these days. Then why should you get 75% of the reward? Because I, without me, you wouldn't even know where to find these things. And without me, you wouldn't get access to any of these spells. I'll tell you what, Doth. Uh, Joris, depending on how much we find, I'll give you some of my share. It seems unfair to take money from Darth and Van. All right, then don't pay Darth. I don't give a shit. He stole my spellbook. He can rot in jail for all I care. In fact, I have half a mind to turn you into the local constable. Got all your friends killed. Think about that. Oh, he has a point off. Alright, so the two of you, come on. I... We'll tell you what, we'll check out this temple. And we'll see what's down there. And, uh... If it's... I don't worth... really like that! That sounds like you're gonna go down there, take everything, and leave me high and dry. If I wanted to steal from you, Joris, I wouldn't be sitting here right now. It's not a bad point. Or maybe you've already exhausted what's in here, and... Now you're looking for maybe some... Stronger magic. Shrug and say, do you think that I could learn all these spells in a month? Probably all the ones that you could learn. <laughs> well, I guess you're just going to have to trust us. How long have you known about this tomb? How long have you been sitting here eating your fine and drinking your fine imported wine and your brought in beef getting old and fat? Hey, 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 hey. No need to talk about the belly. 
the that way comes I with see. age. It'll happen to you too. You make jokes now, but soon you're gonna appear on a, a bill is gonna appear on you out of nowhere, and you're gonna be like, "What the hell? I'm still eating the same things, doing the same amount of exercise as I did when I was younger. Now I have a belly." Metabolism. It's a bitch. It's not just metabolism. It's how much you eat. Exercise does fuck all for weight loss, George. You really should know this as a wizard. I thought you. Were, I thought you were all supposed to be smart. Anyway, the point remains that without us, you get nothing from this temple. And without me, you get nothing from this temple. I agree. Oh yes, without you, we don't get pummeled by clay golems. What an awful are, deal for us. We are the ones putting our lives on the line. If it was such an easy task, you'd have gone and taken it yourself. I promised my wife no more adventuring, and that means no more adventuring. Did you see me going out looking after that spellbook? No, it got stolen. I grabbed my gear, I set out on the road, and she slapped me in the face and told me not to because I had promised her. So I didn't. Well, Joris, it's not really my problem. I'm just saying, it's not a cowardice thing. I made certain promises, and when you make promises, you gotta keep them. So why don't so we, we say this? We split it into two groups. 50% for goes to me, because without me, you couldn't complete the task. 50% goes to you, because without you, I couldn't complete the task. And then, it's not my problem that there's two of you. You know, if there's one of you, I'd make the same deal. 50-50. And then you guys can split between the two of you. And if you want to take Darf and give him a share, you can, but be careful. He got his last friends killed. And then I get a look at some of your spells. Well, then you can buy some of my spells off me. Uh, mm -hmm. If we're going to be doing a 50-50 split, the spell books stay closed. I don't think 50-50 is fair. There's 50 four for of the us. knowledge, you know, 50 for the recovery. Joris, I'm sorry, but I think I'm going to have to tell you good luck with bankruptcy. And man stands up at the table, kind of puts his... Uh, I guess it's not silverware. What what would the uh, utensils be made out of? Uh, these are made out of steel. He's downgraded okay. from silver to steel. <laughs> okay, so he, he puts his steel utensils down and says, Darf, you're welcome to come with us if you want. I'm honestly not sure why you wanted to come back. And Van turns around and walks out the door. As I go to walk out, I pick up one of the steel forks and I say, I turn back around and said, didn't you buy silver cutlery? You have to sell those? Yeah, I had to sell those. Hmm. Wouldn't cost you much to let me take a look at your spell books. Hey, you want to buy some spells out of here? You come talk to me. We can make a deal sometime. But uh, oh, we've got a deal on the table right here. Ah, uh, I know, and you guys are turning it down for why? I don't really know. I mean, it's not like I can't find another group of adventurers to come and do this for me. Yeah, and how long have you known about this temple? A couple of years now. A mm, couple of years, and we're the first people. You know, when you're retired, you just move a lot more slowly. I've been retired uh, 15, 16 years now. You know how much I've gotten done? You know how many spells I've learned? Like two. So lazy. Wow. That's awful. Look, I want to work with you, Joris, but you're demanding a hard bargain for what's essentially just a finder's fee. Times have changed. I mean, it's not just finder's fee. What, what do you know about clay golems? Well, why didn't you tell me? Maybe you can sweeten your side of the deal, but as far as I see, you're just telling me uh, the well, location. Well, look, I know the location. I know roughly what's down there. And um, that's a, a pretty sweet pot of, of wealth. This is one of those temples that caused the, the, the cracking of the continent. 
1500 years ago or so. It's there's well, how some much good you stuff down there. We talking well, thousands of gold? Oh yeah, definitely in the realm of thousands. Should satiate us for a couple of years. And how much do you charge for a look at your spell book for one spell? Depends on the spell. Um, let's see. You probably haven't figured out the the knock spell yet, so I'll charge you like two hundred for that. And what about Fibel? Three hundred. Okay. If you pass my morality test, I don't just give out fireball spells to anyone. No, of course not. No, the whole place would be bad to a crisp. Yeah, rampaging wizards thinking they're hot shit. You gotta you gotta carefully guard those damage spells. Well, how about you give me a fifty percent discount? on your spells, and I'll see if I can talk some sense into Van. 25. All right, I'll pay you out of my share, and I head back outside. Okay. Does Darf leave, is what I'm wondering, actually. Uh, no, Darf stays at the table. Uh, he's just, his head has been buried in his hands the whole time. Mm -hmm. All this, you know, you got your friends killed thing is, is kind of getting to him. Yeah. Fun. I was kind of hoping that that line would get him to move, but all right. I spoke to uh, Joris, and mm -hmm. he said he'll let me see some of his spells if we split it 50-50. I'm going to be honest with you, Malachi. Running into a tomb and getting pounded by clay golems is not my idea of a good time. He I think I'd rather fancy my chances with the chimera. Yeah, but he says there's thousands of gold down there. Probably magic items. We could check it out. And the clay golems. Yeah, but what do you know about clay golems? That they hit hard, like every golem. Okay, here's what I do know. Weakest golem is made of flesh, or one of the weakest. And those things still hit hard. They pack a punch. Clay golems, more dangerous. At minimum, I'm not going down into that tomb until we get more information about these. Well, I think he's gonna And frankly, I don't, no, 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 not from him. I don't trust him. He wants money, he's desperate. He's probably facing bankruptcy at this point. I want information from a third party about clay golems. But even then, I don't think I want to go down there, Malachi. It sounds like a great deal to you, but you are not the one who runs onto the front line and gets pounded by these things. Well, there's no need to be like that. We could we could just go and check it out. We'd have Doff with us. How about if we can convince Doff? We get we uh we buy him some proper armor. Buy him a sword, a shield. He can be the one fighting the clay golems. Look at him over there. He's uh he's got some wrongs to make up for. I'm sure he'd be the first to charge into ball. If he goes into a fight with clay golems, he's going to die. I've seen him fight. He's he may know how to use a sword, but he's too green. He won't last in there. Ah. Uh, he might. Armor works the same on any man. <laughs> and clay golems don't give a flying fuck about your armor, Malachi. Maybe we see how far away it is. I think this is the kind of thing we come back to someday. If it's been around for, or I, I actually, how long How long has he been sitting on this? A couple of years, he said. Do you think anyone's going to come around and successfully fight two clay golems in the near future? No, but he might refuse to tell us if we don't take him up on his offer now. Then he's an idiot. Why don't we just tell him we'll do it and get the location? Because then if we shaft him on it, I'd rather not have an angry wizard on our tail. Okay. I'll go and tell him. Wait here. 
You can ask for the you can ask for the location and say that we'll do it someday, but I have no intention of going down there right now. I think we'll die. Or at least I'll okay. die, and I it's all the same to me. Head back inside. Mm-hmm. All right, Joris. I spoke to Van, and he's a little bit dubious. He wants to um, read up about these clay golems in the the local area before we go down there. I'm sure it'll only take a week or two. Maybe you could give us the location so we know what to read up on. It's an old mine shaft that uh, broke down into this underground cavern. It appears that when the, the world split apart, the the old temple fell into a, a cave somehow and got covered up. Stayed down there for a long time. Now, got a contact who says he went down there with some people once. Uh, his friends didn't make it out. Well, companions, not friends. They're mercenary group. Um, Clay Golems kind of beat him, beat him to a pulp. But and now here's where it gets interesting. He said they did manage to take out. Well, his one of his friends did manage to take out one of the golems with a magic staff, which is still down there. Now, why don't we say that we bring back all the wealth? here to my my little cabin you get the staff be your fan of them uh and then i get first pick of the treasure and we'll just make sure it splits about 50 50. so you say one of the golems is dead yeah there used to be like three or four and after look you're not the first group that this has been pitched to let's be honest um not all of them have made it back uh, but but now there's only two golems and and they're they're slightly wounded. I mean, there's no one around to repair them. Do you have any more insights? I, I do, I do, but I'm I'm hesitant to share too much with you. I'm a little worried about you guys trying to do this on your own. Hmm. My friend is rather unsure about the whole thing. Well, you know how those clerical types can be. They don't. They get their power from someone else, and that makes them inherently weak. They don't understand that power comes from within. You know, they they do their worshipping, and they're praying, and they're kind of like, Oh, give me this power, gods. I'll do something in your name. It tends to make them a little cowardly. Um, they're they at the mercy of others. Yeah, they don't, they don't have the confidence that comes from being able to draw upon fires within. Yeah, but that still doesn't help me convince him. That's true. Um, well, maybe this will convince him. It is an ancient temple to the gods that is now a death trap. Clearing that out, there might be things beyond in there beyond monetary value. There could be uh, ancient scrolls of, edu- uh, of that will shed more light on whatever it is that clerics care about. Um, there's possible statues to the gods. Hell, if he can properly clear this out, he could just turn that temple into his own temple and he'd have an underground temple, huh? That's pretty cool. Complete with natural lighting. Yep, and uh, clay golems if you could repair them. Yeah, making clay golems is pretty hard. It requires pretty brutal spells. Uh, I think they require like a resurrection spell. And that shit is pretty much lost to the world these days. 
Well, I'll do my best. Um, perhaps we will return in a few days. I think he wants to speak to the libraries in the capital. I'm just going to say this up front, though. If another adventuring group comes by to say hello, I might give it to them first, and maybe they'll be the ones to succeed. <laughs> and so is faith, I suppose. All right. Best of luck. Um, right. Darf, why don't, why don't you go with them for a while? I'm still too ashamed of you to look at you in this house. <laughs> what does he do? Uh, Darf comes head in his hands out after you guys. Don't feel too bad, Darf. He's not the hero that I thought. Well, they always say no. you should never meet your heroes. Never exactly what they turn out to be. Look now, Darf, what you need to do is you need to tell Van Helsing that you'll stay with us if we go to this temple. Why? Because I don't think he wants to go. But he likes you. And you tell him that if uh, this means a lot to you, going down there, and you'll be the first to charge into battle, maybe you can convince him otherwise. Give me a charisma check, Malachi. Okay. Why'd you have to do that to me? I haven't got any charisma. <laughs> What's, what is your charisma again? Ten. Ten. Oh, that's average. That's totally... Oh, oh, boom! Nice. Oh, yeah. Darf nods. All right, I could do that. All right, good. He follows you out towards Van Helsing. Hey, Van. All right, I spoke to Joris. He said that, um... He said there's some really powerful uh, magic items down there. There was previously a few more golems, but um, some friends of his went and killed one of them and left a magical staff down there. Nine or a few of them, so we don't even have an accurate count of how many golems there are. No, two, he said two. there's definitely two left now. There's two left now, Darth. Yeah, there's two left yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, two. The, right. the last According... guy that, that ran away said that... that he saw two. two. Yeah, there were two left. The, and they're wounded. They're, 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 they've been there's hit no before. Them. Slight, slightly wounded. Maybe, maybe they... I don't, I don't know. They're... Let me ask. Why do you think those golems are there? Because they're protecting great wealth. Right, and who put them there? Some long-dead wizard, probably. Long-dead? Long-dead yeah. clerics, says Darf. Uh, it, it was an old temple, you know, back from before the world split, and, uh, you know, clerics have golems guarding their temples. At least they used to, back when clerics were really powerful. This could be your temple, then. I don't think the golems would see it the same way, Malachi. We'll kill the golems. They can't be worse. Oh, yeah, no problem. It can't be that bad. Yeah, they can't be worse than a Chimera, right? Yeah, no, they're not going to punch directly through this fancy armor that I paid 2,000 gold for. Darf does his best. He stares you directly in the eyes. Uh, Van Helsing goes, Van Helsing, this is important to me. I, I feel like I've let a lot of people down and that other people have been taking care of me for a while, and I, I want... I want to prove to myself and to you guys that I'm I'm worthy enough to join you on our in other things. I Why don't you what if if you can help me do this? I'll I'll join up with you guys and I'll help you out with whatever you need and um you know, I'll I'll be right up there in the front lines with you. Uh I'm sure Joris will lend me some armor. He's got a whole bunch of it lying around and I can be up there swinging swords or, or whatever it is and uh but we, we can take the, these guys down i mean it's only two right and there's 
one, two, three, four, five of us? Five against two? Those are pretty good odds. Darth, if one of those golems punched you, it wouldn't crush the arm it hit. It would knock the arm clean off of your body. And then you'd reattach it, and it would be great. I can't reattach it. How do you know so much about golems, Vaughn? <laughs> Clerics make golems, Malachi. Back in, back in our temples, we had old scriptures, right? Why I read about these golems. They're massive, golems. hulking beasts. They're incredibly powerful. Uh, I think the stories might have over-exaggerated it a little bit. Well, Malachi didn't tell you there's a magic staff down there. Hmm? Isn't that pretty cool? Sounds like a great motivator for Malachi. Oh, come on. Like, Malachi's done things for you when he didn't have anything to get out of it. H haven't hey. you, Malachi? Yeah, look at that scimitar right there. Yeah, see? Yeah. Friends you help each other out, man, even when it's dangerous. <laughs> I thought I thought we were friends, Van Helsing. Oh. I, I thought we were buddies. Not without studying. I'm going to Stromheim. All that's right. reasonable. Well, that's that's Stromheim. super reasonable. I just that's... yeah. So you get the you got the location, and everything, right, Nick? Yeah. Well, no. he said that there's, there's there's more details, but it's in some old mine shaft. Okay. Yeah. Did he tell you the region? No. I think we have to go back to get more details about how to get down there. All right, let's just go off the assumption that the shaft is the especially dangerous part and that everything else is just going to kill us horribly. It's not my shaft with a, a temple that was involved in the splitting of the world. I think there can't be that many of them around here. That were... Yeah, what do I know about that, by the way, Neil? Yeah. So about 1,509 years ago, uh, the gods saw fit to split asunder the continent because people had grown especially corrupt uh, most notably the clergy of the world they had kind of paid attention to very specific gods and kind of tucked away all the other gods uh, especially the, the darker gods just kind mm -hmm. of stopped acknowledging their existence now all the gods got together and were like hey look we may not see eye to eye on this shit but these mortals are not properly giving us the respect we deserve and on top of that the clergy had grown quite powerful and had uh, say this, um, started using their wealth for their own glory. So something like um, you know, bringing in a whole bunch of like 100,000 gold in a year for this church and then spending 90,000 gold of it on improving the church and only like 10,000 gold improving the lives of the people around them. Mm -hmm. So the, the corruption specifically of the churches and of the, the, the lack of appreciation of the gods caused the gods to split apart the world and destroy specifically major holy sites across the world uh, across the continent and I'm so we're thinking it and this is one of those holy sites this so is this one is, of those holy sites yeah one of the okay yeah and I think perhaps well no never mind I, I'll let you guys figure those things out on your own alright so we, we have that conversation on the way back to Stratton I, I don't know if an underground temple that used to be a site of corruption is really Van's style well, why don't we take a break and we can yeah. figure these things out on the other side. So see you guys okay. in a quick minute. Welcome back to Hardcore Heroes, everybody. Um, so I think you guys are heading back to Stromheim. Yeah. Um, can we get a carriage to go there? So we don't have to deal with any fucking spiders this time? Uh, you can go to Copper Hill and rent a carriage. Yeah, he's like right outside of town, right? Yeah, you can make it to Copper Hill before the sun goes down. Cool. So we'll look into getting a carriage, I think. Uh, that's easy enough to do there. It is um, 
one gold a day plus a silver per head uh, from Copper Hill to Stromheim. So that's two gold. And then there's three, three heads, so six. plus the dogs. Yeah. Um, what are the dogs? Are they just an extra head? Yeah. So six, seven, eight, nine, so ten. Two and so two uh, three, three gold total. Wait, okay. why ten? Because there's five heads. Head. Yeah, you said it was a silver per head. Yeah, five heads times two days. Oh, oh two no, days. it's only one okay. day. Yeah, yeah. So it's five silver, uh, one oh, gold okay. and five silver so to get so there. So two and a half gold. Cool. Uh, one, one, one and a half gold. It's only one day to Stromheim. Oh, okay. Yeah. One day by carriage, two days by foot. Sounds good. Okay. Did you pay for it, Van Alden? Yeah, I got it. Okay. You can get the next one. It was only gold and a half. Aren't you guys super low on money? Yes. Aren't you poor? Don't you want all those riches down there? Thousands I have only of gold. I've only got ten gold. Can we even carry thousands of gold, Malachi? We're gonna have to buy a wheelbarrow before we go there. We'll work something out. Honestly, we should probably go to Shirebrook and get Jeeves. It's a long way back to Shirebrook, though. I don't give a shit. <laughs> this is Joris's problem. It's not mine. Yeah, but I haven't got anything to study on the way. It seems like a waste of days. Look, the least we can do is go and check it out. I mean, we could just go in invisible and see what's down there. We're about to get attacked by something. Hey, we're in the carriage, unless it's a griffin. Uh, yeah. well, the carriage will leave tomorrow, so you guys have to spend the day in Rainwood. Oh, uh, excellent. Copper Hill. In, in Copper Hill. Yeah. Alright. Uh, so you guys can spend the night in Copper Hill, and then we can just skip forward to your journey down to Stromheim and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We know what tavern Jeeves is staying in and everything, right? Yeah. I'm gonna look into getting him a messenger. Mm. He might die on the road on his own. Actually, hold on. Does let me see if I still have a spell here. Oh, did I lose it? No, no, no I got it. I wonder if Jars oh, has cool. Pals lying around. I, I can I can totally get a message to him. Does so? Is there a way? Like, do I know what the tavern looks like back in the one that he's staying at? Like, could I give any sort of things that would make it distinctly unique from other buildings around it? Yes, uh, you grew up in Shirebrook. You know all the inns and taverns in town. Okay, basically, Absolutely. I have a spell called Messenger, right? And it lets me make a tiny sized creature a messenger. And then for me, it'll work for six days. So I can make like a bird or something fly a message to that tavern. But they're not very smart. So I need to give them like very, I need to give them like visual cues as to what they need to go for. So I can tell it to go in the direction of Shirebrook. That's no problem. Um, mm -hmm. The problem would be I'd have to tell it what tavern to go to. So I'd have to make sure that it gets to the right building. Okay. And I'm wondering if I'm able to describe that building in this detail. Simple. Okay. Yeah, I think you could probably dictate the... Hmm. A specific building. Um, yeah. You probably couldn't pick out the building that he's in, but you could probably get it to another inn in the area. And if there's a message, you know, say, get this message to a person in the town. Okay, and then I can specify in the message who to go to. Right, and so you would kind of be relying on the innkeeper or somebody to, like, find this message on the bird and deliver it 
I mean, it's better than nothing. It's, I'm not really going to put anything um, sensitive in there. Like, it's not like I'm putting in information that can't fall into enemy hands. So, right. I'm gonna, Van's going to, I'm going to tear a page out from the ledger that I have. And he's going to write a quick note to Jeeves saying, um, we're up north right now, still alive. We'll pay you your dues when we get back. I'm sure you still have plenty of back pay to go off of. So uh, don't worry, we're not dead. Just like a little thumbs up at the end. Mm -hmm. uh, and then seals it off and writes uh, two Jeeves at the whatever end he's staying at. And then just from Van Hart. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to cast animal. I do have to nap to be able to take that spell, but I have nap memorized, so I can just do that. Wow, it's the next day anyway, isn't it? Uh, I think it's before sundown, but I can just go ahead and get it done before the next day. Sure. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to, I'll call like a bird or something and tell it to fly to one of the inns in town. Okay. Do you have to have it on a specific end? No, okay, so it's got a range. I'll just like tie it to its leg, yeah. So if it can fly there within six days, then it will be fine. Okay. That's definitely well within bird range. All right, well, we spend the night and head off to, uh... How far of, the, of a walk is Joris's place from Copper Hill? Kind of like dropping out. An hour. Um, it's maybe 15 minutes off the road, uh, and maybe another 45 minutes on the road to town. No, I was going to ask him if he had any pearls, but he probably wouldn't give me one for free, so... Mm -mm. Charge you at least full price, maybe a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. I really don't like this guy. Is there, at, first, um... at first he was going savage on Malachi, and I thought, oh, this guy's pretty cool. And then he started <laughs> talking himself up, and I thought, oh, this guy's kind of a dick. Is there a jeweler in Copper Hill? Yes, there is. Can I have my jade gemstones uh, looked up? Uh, you can. Uh, the jeweler tells you that they are worth 100 gold each. Oh, same. How much does he want for that knowledge? Uh, he wants 10 gold. 10% uh, of the price of one of them. Okay, I'll give him 10 gold. Cool. Uh, can I sell one of the gemstones for 100 gold? Excuse me? Can I sell him one of the gemstones? You could trade him for a pearl, too. He'll make yeah. that trade. So I'll trade one for a pearl and then keep one. Uh, and then sell one for gold coins. Okay, uh, he... He will only buy them at 80% um, of their value. He's happy to trade equivalencies, but for, you know, an actual buy, uh, selling, he's got to make a profit somehow. Yeah, okay, I'll do that. I'll get a pearl and 80 gold for two. Okay. And then I'll cast Identify that, that day then, or that evening. Uh, identify takes eight hours of prepping the area. So yeah, do it when we're in Stromheim. Uh, Whatever. Like, what? hmm? I mean, like, is it not mid-afternoon when this happens? Can I not? I think no, it no, was no, it... almost sundown. Yeah. Okay. Might as well just do it in Stromheim because I'm going to be studying there anyways and we've got plenty of things that we have to do there. Okay. Alright. You guys head out the next day to Stromheim and make it there intact and on the way uh, you learn clear audience. No, I don't, because I gave the spellbook away. Oh! I think that's why he asked right before he went up. Yeah. 
Oh, you were one day away. Damn. Damn. Nope, I've taken it off. It's gone. Although, I actually can. Can I start learning, uh, comprehend languages? If you have access to a book that has it, then yeah. I do. I've already failed it twice. <laughs> what is the chance to learn? 75%. <laughs> no. Fuck you rolled you. a natural 100 on the die. <laughs> really? Yeah. Alright, I spend however many days learning that. Fuck's sake. <laughs> Since you rolled a natural 100, is it just like a mess? Like, he went in frustrated having failed this twice, and he just like, he... Oh, it's just like a pitiful attempt. Yeah. Can I, like, never learn that spell now? Uh, I think you just get really confused for the rest of the day, and you have a hard time understanding what other people are saying to you, and everyone has to, like, repeat themselves. <laughs> yeah, comprehend their languages. Yeah. All right. Okay. Oh, man. Uh, you guys eventually make it back to Stromheim. The carriage driver asks if you would like to continue all the way home. All the way back to Shirebrook. Apparently, she overheard you at some point in time talking. Uh, no, I think I'm fine. Her face looks a little dejected. Uh, she unloads your bags at an inn. And but um, actually, are you heading to Shirebrook? I can be for a price. Oh no! If you were going to go on the way, I would have asked you to carry a message. No. Okay, that's fine. Just gonna right. send like all of these messages to Jeeves through all these different messengers. One of them will reach him. Van, may I take your scimitar for the day? Sure. Consider the uh, consider the pearl my share of that that gem you sold. Or I know I know you told me about selling the gems, right? I see yeah, yeah. how you got. Them. Yeah. So consider that my uh, my share for the my share of the uh, the first jade that you sold. Uh, Darth pipes up a little bit and goes, "What, what about my share?" Yeah, that's true. I, I did more in that battle than, than Van did. I throw him one of the stones. Yeah! Darf takes it. Okay. Alright, I uh, I get a room nail and I start casting Identify. Uh, beforehand, I say, Van, do all the research you can on this temple and yeah. the golems that are down there. See sure. You can't convince yourself. First, Van Helsing has to take a nap because he needs to memorize a very important second level spell. Alright, so you guys have a few days in Stromheim. Well, I guess as many as you'd like. Yeah. yeah, so on the first day, while Malachi is getting ready to cast that Identify spell, Van Helsing is going to take Wolf and Bear to a different room and cast Speak with Animals. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> this day was always coming. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you can speak with animals now. Yeah, let me see how long it lasts for you. Uh, duration is two rounds of level, so it'll last for 12 minutes. Uh, you, okay, you can only speak with one animal, though. Oh, shit, you're right. Alright, I think I'll speak with Bear since I charmed him. And then I'll... Oh, wait, no, I just I just napped, so I can... Ca I can Learn it twice, it. Yeah. yeah. and then I'll just cast it on both of them. And have two of them up for the duration. Okay. So I'll have to drop... I'll drop the Flame Blade since we're in town. Or I'll flame burn Blade's that, I guess. first level? No, okay, no, speak second with animals level. Speak of, Yeah. Okay. <laughs> It doesn't matter. I have five of both first and second level, so it doesn't really make much difference. All right. So, yeah, uh, I can I speak with animals on both of them, and uh, I think it's... Yeah. Hey. Hi. Hey. Uh, you understand me? Yeah. You speak. Oh, my God. Yeah, you speak. I do speak. Speaks. 
<laughs> Wondering, do you have anything on your mind? You've been traveling with us all this time and we've never spoken with you before. The head! Scratch the head! <laughs> Scratch the head! Oh my god! Oh! Oh wait, is Bear still charmed by that charm person or animal spell that I cast? It has a duration. Uh, the duration but, depends on the animal's intelligence. Yeah, dogs are pretty dumb. Yeah. Every three months, and he just makes another check to see if he breaks out of it. Oh, it has not been three months. Okay. So he's still charmed. That's cool. Uh, the dogs seem very happy. One wants you to scratch the head. The other wants mm-hmm. you to scratch the shoulders. Cool, yeah. Van keeps that up and has a conversation. And he kind of like... I think he'll talk to them about the different battles, like ask them about the chimera that we killed. Chimera? What's, what's chimera? What, Big what's thing. It? With wings, the uh, three heads, you ripped its legs off. Mm, mm, mm. Scale one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Scales, yeah. That was good. That was good. You saved my life. I appreciate that. Oh, mean one. Mm. Smelled bad. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very aggressive. <laughs> I think we just have an awesome 12-minute conversation. Um, any point in this conversation, do you address the dogs by their name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. How do they react to that, actually? They are very confused. What? Bear! Where's the bear? Oh, uh, Malachi has taken to, to, to calling you those things. He uh, he refers huh? to you, he can't point to Wolf, he says, Malachi calls you Wolf and you, you Bear. Wolf seems very proud by this. Bear growls and goes, I'm not Bear! Oh, no. What are you? I'm Dog! Dog? Right. Yes. Sure. Well, I'll call you dog from now on. Sorry, we'd never had a chance to speak with you before. I didn't know what you'd prefer to be called. Um, called? Name? What? Huh? Huh? Name. Um, like, I'm human, Arf, right? That's my name. Arf. I'm human, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Human. But I, ha- I, have, I have a name. People call me Van. It's like... It's like it's it's a way to distinguish her not to you don't they don't understand a fucking word. It's a way to tell yourself apart from another dog. Just sniff and unique smell. But what if we have to call you? What if what if we can't see or smell you? We have to hear you, mm-hmm. or you have to hear us. Yeah, yeah you, you make sound. I hear sound. Right, but what? How would you know that we're calling for wolf or you? Sound. This isn't going anywhere. <laughs> I think they have a bit of a confusing conversation at that point. And then it, it steers back into talking about things that we've, you know, okay. heroically slaughtered together. Uh, yeah, they're pretty happy with the hunting that they've done. Mm-hmm. They let you know that they like Jeeves a lot. They really okay. like Jeeves. They miss <laughs> Jeeves. Okay. Um, Tell them I sent him a message. We should be seeing him again soon. What's the message? Um, I sent him words over a long distance. You I sent him a Jeeves? sound. Hmm? You, you, you talk Jeeves? Yes, over a long distance. Not right now, but earlier. Before. Huh? Before, before Chimera? No, 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 no. Uh, yesterday? Uh, 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 before and a half. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, yeah, I think we need to stop this. I can't. Okay. I, I have nowhere else to go with this. Yeah, yeah. Van walks out of that room feeling fulfilled. That's what's important. That All is right. the important thing. Um, yeah. So the dogs are happy. They seem pretty stoked. They miss Jeeves. 
Bear is awfully confused by his name. Mm -hmm. uh, Wolf is down with his. Okay. I think Malachi is prepping the spell, but uh, later on I'll probably tell him about that. But right now, Van is going to head to the uh, the temple in town and ask about reading some um, some texts that they have on hand because I want to learn about golems. Uh, you are a cleric, so they permit you into their temple and allow you to read their scriptures. So, um, there are a few old things on golems. Not many. But let's see what we can tell you about a golem. Cool. And if that's not... um. Like, it's Stromheim. There's other sources, too, I would assume. Like, I'll find historians and stuff like that if this doesn't get me anything good. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, it seems that there are basically... Golems can be divided into a few sections. You've got greater and lesser, and then you've got clerical and wizard golems. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't have anything really on wizard golems. They only have them on the clerical ones. That's fine. Which include clay golems are clerical based. Uh, is that seriously it? Uh, no. Gargoyle golems are clerical based. Um, scarecrow golems are cleric based. And that's it. What do they have on clay golems? Um, they have a short passage. Uh, only clerics of the lawful or good deities may create clay golems. The body needs to be sculpted from a single block of clay weighing at least a thousand pounds. Uh, and there's a little side note, usually takes a month. And mm -hmm. the vestments for the golem cost upwards of 30,000 GP each. Um, and apparently can be reused. Uh, the spells used to create golems are resurrection, animate object, commune, prayer, and bless. Okay, so if lawful good, like lawful or good clerics are necessary to create clay golems, is it possible for like a lawful or good cleric to negotiate with one? Is there anything on that? Uh, like I, no, I'm there is no there. negotiation okay. with Golem. They are completely and utterly mindless. They do not think. They are given an instruction by the creator and follow it unto death. Okay. Oh, hold on. Uh, clay Golems, Dull Golems, Gargoyles, Glass, Necrophidiuses, and Scarecrows can all be done by priests. But for some reason, a lot of these require wizard spell. Oh, okay. No, I've just seen some of them have multiple ones. Okay. So it's clay, doll, gargoyle, glass, necrophidious, and scarecrow can be done by priests. Okay. Hmm. Um, scarecrow is there anything is about the... how fast they are, by chance? Like, if they're just slow, lumbering behemoths? Like, I'm not looking for a specific speed number. Whether or not they can just, like, chase down an Olympic sprinter would be an interesting Golems thing. Golems are generally considered to be quite slow, but okay. they're also entirely fearless... They do not, would never check for morale or anything like that. Okay. Um, and will do whatever it is in their power to track down their target and end their lives. All right. Uh, with that noted. Okay. So in that case, I will 
Oh, um... Is, is there anything about, like, their combat capabilities? Since they are they were made for, like, defending temples, is there anything about what they can do in combat? Yes. Um, apparently, golems... Uh, clay golems are roughly eight-ish feet tall. Or take some. Uh, and they are incredibly strong. It notes that they have the strength of a stone giant. Okay. Um, uh, it notes that clay golems are particularly uh, obnoxious because piercing and slashing type weapons just get stuck in the clay and don't really do too much. You need to sort of like bludgeon the clay out of shape. Okay. That's uh, terrible. Uh, clay golems also have the ability to uh, magically increase their speed via something very similar to a haste spell. That's also terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it does note that certain spell they are vulnerable to certain spells, which are uh, move, earth, disintegrate, and earthquake. Spells that I do not have. So this yep. is this is entirely terrible. All right. Yep. So Van is going. He's got his ledger, and I think he's taking notes on some of the more terrible things in here. Uh, so I'm actually going to put these down. Vul- vulnerable to spells we don't have. <laughs> yep. Slow but able to outrun us, anyways. <laughs> uh. Do not give a shit about armor about as much as a stone giant. Okay, so Van will take those notes, and um, I think he's going to head back to the inn for now. Uh, there, I, there's also a note on the haste section. There's like a little footnote that says this is a particularly short-lived version of the haste spell. Okay. Um, one other bit then. So since I can't use a slashing weapon, do I need to have a magical weapon? It makes no mention of magical weapon, but that might be an omission or it might not okay. need it. So I don't know. And I, I was mistaken. Disintegrate is actually pretty useless against them. Not oh, useful. so Earthquake is great. Move and... Earth and Earthquake are great. Disintegrate is kind of crap. Okay, let me make sure I don't have Move Earth. I'm pretty sure I don't. No. And I think I get Earthquake, but at a higher level. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, so I will take those notes and head back to the inn for a while and wait for Malachi to finish the identifying. Okay. Malachi, what are you identifying? The scimitar first. Okay, and it is a 60% chance to get a reading? Yes. Uh, you fail the scimitar. Fuck's sake. Uh, the, the cloak again. Did you, you'd already gotten some readings from it, right? Yeah, I heard that it's let me climb walls as if I'm a spider. Your mic is getting a little low. Yeah, is that better? That's so much better. Okay. Um, in addition to the wall climbing ability, the cloak lands the wearer immunity to entrapment webs of any sort. The wearer can actually move in webs at a rate equal to that of a spider that created the web, or a base movement rate of six in other cases. That's cool. Okay. Another Pretty reading sweet. on it? Yep. Am I too loud now, by the way, chop? 
Uh, once per day, the wearer of this cloak can cast a double-sized web spell that operates like the second level wizard spell. Holy shit. How do I cast it? Is it It's just you channel it through the cloak. Alright, cast web once per day. Alright, I'll do it again. Um, the wearer is less subject to the poisons of arachnids. You gain a plus two bonus to your saving throws versus poison from spiders. Has he, has he discovered everything about this cloak now? I don't know. I assume um, we took that into account last week. Oh my god. But that didn't matter last week. Well, I was wearing it last week. You were wearing it last week. But, I think um, he still failed the save. You still failed okay. your saves pretty badly. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought you were rolling like single digits on those. Uh, I'll roll again then. Uh, no, that's it. Nothing left to learn or I failed? Nothing left to learn. I might can't try the scimitar again. Nope, not until you level. Okay, I'll, uh, I'll try out my magic candle. Your what? My magic candle that lights when I click my fingers. Is there anything else hidden about that? Uh, 60% chance? Yeah. Failed. Oh, no. The magic candle. Alright, I go to sleep after that. Okay. Um, you all wake up the next day. Did you? Were you learning a spell? You were learning yeah. something, weren't you? Comprehend languages. Uh, right, and you failed. Right, right. Yeah, but I'm still learning it technically, aren't I? Right, and that's a second level spell? Yeah. Cool. So, you guys spend a day in Stromheim, and eventually Malachi emerges exhausted, his constitution temporarily lowered by eight points. Mm -hmm. um, I think he... Yeah, I think he felt... I think... Did you sleep it off for the night, is what you did? Yeah. Okay. So in the morning, Van will head over to your room and say, Well, Malachi, I read up quite a bit about clay golems, and they are terrible, as I suspected. Uh, do you want me to read you some of my notes? Uh, yeah, sure. They are incredibly strong, about as strong as stone giants. They are vulnerable to certain spells, but don't worry about that because we don't have access to any of those. Right. Um, what kind of spells? Earthquake. I, I do know of the spell, but it is far beyond my understanding. And uh, move earth, which I do not believe I know anything about. Yeah, I know nothing about that. What else? Oh, they are quite slow, as all golems are, but they're able to cast a spell to make themselves run much faster. So that's also <laughs> terrible. Well, here's what I'm thinking, Van. If they are slow, generally, they probably only attack quite slowly. I could summon some brunt monsters. Might keep them occupied for a while. Here's my issue with this, Malachi. I've been looking at my spells. Basically, everything I have is useless. That can't be true. Uh, did I know if Golem... Like, was there a drawing? Do they have eyes, Neil? They do. Okay. I might be able to blind them, but that is about it. You also yeah. get... Oh, yeah. Uh, what? Nope, nothing. Nope. Okay. Nope. I'm going for anything I can get, Neil. <laughs> I, I need to stop talking. That's fine. We could... If we napped outside the temple... I could cast fly on myself. Yeah, if, if you want to fly in there, like maybe we go 10 minutes flying distance away, that's got to be a decent distance running. You go in there, fireball and magic missile them, and then fly back out. I'd be fine with that. That doesn't involve me going down there and being nothing but a meat shield. Yeah, but um, 
I can tank them as well with some low-level monsters, but uh, we need to see how big the chamber is. If it's too small for me to fly around in, it's not much I, good. I think you should probably still be the one to go down there. With your fly, wouldn't you go faster than a man on foot? I could turn invisible as well. Sure. Well, if you'll permit me to check it out, Van, at the very least. Sure, we can, we can travel up there. Um, one other bit in that case. Uh, I can cast Nap on you so that you can recover your spells. You can go in there, cause as much destruction as you want, come back out, and we can do the process again. Yeah. Okay. I think we can handle them. How hard can they be? You'll be the one to find out. Alright. Let's go. Let's go and find Joris. Sure. Uh, I guess we're going to rent another carriage and head back right. to Copper Hill. Another 1.5 golds. Sure, sure. You can take you guys. this one again. Yeah. Head on back to Copper Hill. You can make it to. Oh, so we, that was a day there. A day By the way, how how close to the full moon are we? Good question. Said to remind you about it, but I don't remember. Uh, I think I have it in my notes as to what day it's on, but I don't know what day it is. Uh, it is was the twenty first. The full moon was on the nineteenth, actually, uh, three days ago. Oh, so we passed it. Yeah. Right. Um, that's fine. Um, so that means that Darf did not turn into a light Darf, Nope, he did not werewolf it up. Awesome. So that's one quest line we succeeded on without even knowing about it. What, Darf, whether he was infected or not? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I think I have it in here, yeah. Okay, so we don't have to worry about that anymore. Okay. Um, okay. That's Taurus. Oh, I All give right. you the scimitar back and tell you that I wasn't able to find anything out about it. I missed. Were you able to find anything out about the cloak? Yeah, yeah. Do, do you Probably. try with the scimitar? I did. I think the magic on the scimitar must be more powerful than that cloak. I'm not I able hope to so. understand it. But the cloak is interesting. It's uh, rather ironic. Is really. it? Hmm. Hmm. It almost turns me into a spider. Oh, that's wonderful. I can cast webs, climb up walls, that sort of thing. Will it make spiders stop attacking us on the road? I don't think so. That's... All right. Well, let's go back to back to Copper Hill. All right. Okay. You guys make it back to Copper Hill. Uh, hop off just a little bit before the road and make your way down to Joris's place. Mm-hmm. All right, we go in. He sees you guys. It's um, a little. It's just about sundown. Maybe a little. Maybe half hour before. The sun's getting pretty low in the sky. Mm-hmm. And Jorah sees you guys. Shows up. Show up. He's out on the front porch with his dogs. He goes well, well, well. Look what came back. Spare me your condescending lectures. Where's the location? I whisper to the driver of the car. Just stick around for an hour. Driver will chill. Alright. Joris. Alright, we've done our research and we'll go and check it out. So you need to tell us everything you know about these golems. Is there any way to deactivate them or if there's any other dangers lurking once we get past them? The layout of the temple, how big is the chamber that they reside in? There there's a surefire way to deactivate them. Uh bludgeon the shit out of them. Or, you know, what however else you can think of. Literally breaking yeah. apart the magic that binds them together. Mm-hmm. How big is that chamber? Quite large, actually. What? If I were to 
fly around in the sky above them, would I be invulnerable from them? Are you capable of casting such a powerful spell? Are you not? I fly for breakfast. Then yes, I can fly. Any wizard worth his salt can fly. Well, maybe you guys aren't such pipsqueaks after all. You know, I get a lot of fans coming by, and they're usually, oh, I want to be just like you. And then, you know, you send them off after a couple of golems, and you never hear from them again. Really? Maybe it's because these golems are incredibly dangerous. I think it's mostly because people suck, and they overestimate their abilities. I think it might be because the golems are incredibly dangerous. Did you know they're as strong as stone giants? I might have heard rumors about that, but those are unconfirmed. Right. No, no, it's it's quite confirmed. Where, where did you hear this information? Stromheim. Who the hell in Stromheim knows anything about golems these days? The temple. We have plenty oh, of Oh, well, come on. They overestimate everything. Of course they're going to overestimate their guards. That way, you know, people think these golems are scary, and then they don't go in and fight them. And all that's all propaganda. You can't trust those clerics. Mm -hmm. I trust them a hell of a lot more than I trust you, Joris. Tough crowd today. All right. So yeah, the flying idea. You think that would work? Perhaps. They can't fire any sort of clay missiles at me, can they? No, but I think they can probably throw rocks. <laughs> I'm gonna laugh if you just get brained by a stone thrown by <laughs> one of the golems. I mean, I'll be sad that we lose Malachi, but. Like, that'd be a hell of a way to go. Yeah. Um, that'd be right out of Dwarf Fortress. Now, I have a... I guess if you could fly, you, you also know how to make yourself disappear, right? Yep. I think there's like a... 40% chance that that might not work against these guys. Because uh, I, I specifically said... Uh, I guess he wasn't really an apprentice. He didn't pass the test. Um, but I sent a, a fellow worshipper like yourself um, in there. Knowing, you know, just sent him to walk past the golems while invisible, grab the loot and take yeah. off. Uh, bring it back to me. And he never showed back up. I went to go check in on his family, and they said they didn't see him again either. So okay. I don't know if he was an idiot and got himself killed, or if maybe being invisible isn't such a useful tool after all. You really think they can throw rocks? If there's any lying around, I would imagine so. I mean, I think animating something to, to walk and fight is hard enough that adding throwing rocks in shouldn't be that much harder. Well, do they have hands? If they're just big clubs for arms, they wouldn't be able to pick the rocks up. They probably have hands. I mean, golems are usually anthropomorphically correct. You have Although, I don't know what's underneath their clothes. Maybe they're not that anthropomorphically correct. Anatomically correct. That's the word I meant, not anthropomorphically. Anatomically. God, I gotta stop drinking so much wine. Do you have any spells that might protect against uh, rocks or such things? Don't you have a spell for that, Malachi? I have a spell that could help significantly, yes. But uh, 
if thrown with enough force, I'm not sure it would deter them. Hmm. Um, yeah, I got one of those lying around one of these spell books. Um, unfortunately, it doesn't last that long. Uh, a great wizard of my abilities could make it last well over an hour. Well, if it's long enough for me to fly in there and cast my spells and leave again. Well, I wouldn't be able to cast it upon you and let you get there in time. No, point. of course. Perhaps you could permit me to learn the spell. It's in all of our interests, is it not? Being stingy with your spells might not be wise at this time. Bear in mind, you are the one on the verge of bankruptcy. Uh, well, I mean, I'm not on the verge of bankruptcy. Don't let my oh, no, earlier eagerness Sorry. to... I mean, I'm not... I mean, clearly... Look, right, look, no, you're, you're doing quite well for yourself, I'm sure. That's just... Apparently, I have expensive taste, and I just didn't realize it because I was so good at bringing in money earlier in my life. Mm -hmm. Um... Uh, I, it's not a perfect. It's not perfect, but what it'll it definitely reduce. It's a protection from normal missile spell. Uh, basic things: arrows, bolts, javelins, spears, stones, that sort of thing won't even touch you. Just totally bounce right off you. Uh, bigger things like ballistas, catapults, that sort of thing, uh, they'll still hit you, but it, it, you know. It lessens the blow pretty right pretty but a few rocks taken from a temple floor probably uh probably work against would it yeah, yeah i mean if someone's down there with a sling i mean if they're throwing you know ipod sized rocks it's probably quite fine uh i don't, I don't know what sort of rocks they, they like to throw though hmm but that it should help uh, you know all right, well, you teach me it? Oh, I can try to teach it to you. I don't know if you can learn it. If you'll permit us to stay for a day or two, then that would probably be beneficial. He nods. Fan, what do you say? Uh, sure, yeah. I'm not in a rush. All right, so we hang out for a few days while I learn the spell, I think. Okay, so it's a third level spell. It'll take you 3d2 days to attempt to learn it. Oh, ow. Do I, do I get a bonus because he's teaching it to me? Hmm, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, but since we're just going to stick around until you learn it, you can go ahead and just roll the percentage on your own. All right, let me let's do it. up the percentage. Neil. Yeah. This is a bit off topic, but out of curiosity, do merchants accept stones as, like, a form of currency? Um, like yeah, if they feel comfortable enough that what you're selling them, you know, that's, that's actually the right price, they will... So if you had a lot cash. of gold on you, they'd totally trust that you had, like, a real jade gemstone or something? Probably. Okay, so we right. definitely shouldn't have sold that one then. <laughs> I passed. Nice. Um, protection from normal missiles is added to your character sheet, or your spell sheet, in just nice. a moment. And it took 3d2 days. Uh, it takes two, four, five days to learn. Okay. Um, Joris, well, how's you and feed you in this time? Uh, you sure. also... Yeah, you failed. 
Languages. One, two, three, four, five. New months? Uh, no, 27th. Okay. Fuck. Really? God. I'm low on cash. Joris. One thing I didn't see about golems. Do they have eyes? Huh. Do, do they I mean, they've got eyes organs? carved on them, but I don't know if they... I don't do think, think they see in the same way that we see, but I don't know how they see. Do you think a bright flash of light would blind them? Are you talking like a light spell to the eyes? I'm thinking pyrotechnics. Oh. Or glitter dust. Ooh. Hmm. You know, I'm not sure. Shit, I was looking, I was like, why did, wait, I didn't have these spells before. And then I realized I was looking at the generic spell list. Yeah, he is not sure. He says it's worth a shot. Uh, might not work, but hey, better than nothing, right? Yeah. Alright, Malachi, you're learned protection from normal missiles. Yes. Is there anything else you guys would like to be picking up? Um I ask I ask if he happens to have any magical scimitars. No, 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 no. Could you identify the one I do have? Um I could. We're gonna be gone for a few days. And apparent. Oh, while we're in Copper Hill, we should pick up some blunt weapons. It's not going to do me much good in that tomb. All right. Uh, oh. Why don't we do this? Um, you can identify I'll it. Identify if we this. don't break, if we don't complete it, you don't have to tell me what it is. I don't. Well, if you don't complete it, you'll you'll be dead. Probably. And I'll just. Or keep we could it. escape. But uh. No, if we come back and we haven't done the job, you don't have to tell me what you found out. But you probably won't be doing much while we're gone. You know, why don't uh, you guys do the job, and if you come back, then I'll identify it. It only takes a day. We'll want to spend a day in Revels anyway. Sure. Sounds like a fair deal. Uh, Malachi, do you have a do you have a shield spell? Yes. All right, you might want to use one of those too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and in case you young whippersnappers don't understand the the nuances of, of magic. Uh, sleeps, hold purses, hold charms. None of them affect these guys since they don't really have a mind. Yeah. So, just, a, just as a heads up, no mind. Unfortunately, I can I can soften earth and clay and stone into mush, but it doesn't work on golems. Yeah, sure. yeah. Too much magic around those guys. Hmm. Well. All right, well, why don't you guys prep your spells, and on the other side of our break, we will see you descend into the golem pit. Or just me. Yeah, it's going to be you first. See, I'm fully expecting us to find these, uh, or are we off Are we off now? No, no, we're still alive. I'm... Okay, let's, let's wait until we get a break. <laughs> let's take a break. See you guys in a minute. Welcome back to Hardcore Heroes, everybody. 
Hey. I hope you are all ready to watch Malachi die horribly or me die horribly to a random encounter because I'm ready and I'm awake and I'm alert thanks to the cool, refreshing taste of Crystal Pepsi. They're not sponsoring me. I'm just trying to get them to. <laughs> nice. So, uh, Delicious. you get... <laughs> You get instructions on to where this temple is supposed to be. Yes. Um, it's right over there on the map. Let's bring up the map so Ooh, cool. we can see it. It's this little pocket that's dropped down here. Mm -hmm. um, we should actually clear this up so you can see that it's in an area of hills. Ooh, Ooh yes. Hills. Um, cool. So that's where it is. Are the three of you all headed there together, and Malachi is the only one going inside, or is Malachi yeah, just going off? But on um, first, I need to do a couple things in Copper Hill. We need to get blunt weapons. I say, and I, I'm sure Chiefs wouldn't mind me using a blunt weapon for a specific purpose, right? Like, I, I don't use them generally, but, like, I also make the shillelagh when I need a magic weapon in combat, right? That's true. Yeah, I think as long as it is for a specific purpose, it should be fine. Like, if it's only affected by blunt weapons, we'll do what you gotta do. Yeah. So let me look for what I'm going to pick up. I want something that's, like, suitably fancy. Maybe a flail. Equipmentless weapons. It's not too good. Uh, they're probably large, so that's actually okay. Um. Yeah, you know, a flail is actually kind of fancy. You swing that around a little bit. Something to it. Um, so you can go ahead and buy weapons in Copper Hill. Joris offers just to give you the, the Warhammer he out on hand if you want. It's D4 plus one for damage. Uh, give it to Darf. I'll, I'll go and get a weapon of my own. All right, Darf takes it. He also picks up some uh, splint mail, some chain mail. Splint mail would have okay. to be resized, but chain mail he just put on. Sure, I, uh, I buy a footman's flail. And I'll leave behind my bronze Matara Jorises since I don't really need to take it with me at this point. So I'll drop that. We got a footman's flail. What is it weigh? Five. Right? Okay. Cool. Okay. I asked Joris if they are, you know, will fire work on them. Fireballs. I don't know. Fire seems to kill everything. Um, I know they're made out of clay, so it might make sense if fire doesn't hurt them. But at the same time, I mean, fireball, right? Like, it's more, it's not just, it's not like holding someone's hand over a candle. There's a, a concussive force with that. Hell, yeah, maybe they're even more vulnerable to it because of that concussive force and they're all statuesque. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Maybe the two cancel yeah. each other out. Well, why don't you tell me how it works out? 
Well, let's cross <laughs> our fingers. Do you know if there's like pillars in the room or is it one open chamber? Big open chamber. Um, the the front of the temple is held up with pillars. Are they? Do they move until you get close to them, or do they just kind of? Uh, my last hireling that checked it out and survived said that they started moving pretty much as soon as they were spotted. What about dispel magic? Mm -mm. Pretty worthless no. golems if they could be beaten by a dispel magic spell, huh? I figured as much. Alright. So don't get spotted. Don't get spotted. And, um... You might want to leave your spell book here just to, you know, keep it out of looter's hands if you should die. No, I'll be needing that. Alright. Is that how you have so many spell books, Joris? <laughs> Uh, well, you know, some friends die, leave you theirs, you find others on dead people. Some of them you buy legitimately from grieving widows. Um, you know. Mm -hmm. Alright, let's get going. Everyone thinks adventuring is all fun and games and heroes and shit. They don't realize that. It's hard stuff. We're, we're regular people, too. No, I'm just... Just a man with a dream. Alright, so, you guys are going to head out. Uh, your carriage driver has been dismissed. It'll take you about a day to walk to the place, I think. No, we didn't dismiss the carriage driver. Well, you spent yeah, like we, we six days learning a spell. Yeah, oh, can we get a new yeah, carriage? Yeah. Sure. Um, the problem is that this place is off... Well, no, there's a trail going out there because there was a village out there. Yeah, time. so we don't. I don't necessarily think they need to stay because it's a gold per day plus... I mean, if we had them camp around with us, would it just be the one gold since they're not carrying us? At that no, because you're still paying for their time. You know, it's like a yeah. I'm, like I'm a saying that it's like five, it's five silver not, per head, right? You're paying for time. No, no, no I, I'm saying that it's five silver per head when they're carrying us, right? But they're not carrying us if they're camping out. Is it just the one gold at that point? Uh, you might be able to argue with that with that with them. Okay. But I think they might be a little bit grumpy about you trying to. Skim, skim them and argue one way or the other, because that's also time that they could be spending elsewhere. Sure. Depends um, on how much you want to argue with them. You might be able to make a, a case for it. All right. Do they buy rations for the road, or do they um, expect us to come with our own? Uh, they will prepare food for you, okay. but it's not necessarily fantastic. Yeah, you know, I don't like, need it to be. I just need it to be, you know, nutrients. Yeah, yeah. Count. Bread, cheese, apples. Okay. So I tell them that we might be camped out. At most a week, so to be a little bit prepared for, um, you know, prepared to bring enough food uh, and water. The, the carriage driver nods. She says, that, that'll be fine. I'll, some of the bread might go a little stale, but I don't mind eating hard time. I'm sure we've had worse. Mm -hmm. Cool. Right. So you guys grab a carriage and head out to this abandoned village. You learn the name of the village is Whistleton. I found the best anti-golem spell in the game. What is it? Feign death. <laughs> um, you get to Whistleton. It's a small mining village that looks like it's been abandoned for maybe a 
decade, maybe two decades. You're not sure. Um, the, the few buildings that are here are all covered in like creepy cobwebs and spidery stuff. Uh, you don't see any massive scary spiders around, but the town is definitely deserted. It is set up against the base of some hills. The carriage driver pulls out a big tent for herself, um, pulls out some rations, and starts making a campfire, and starts bringing out all sorts of like pots and pans and things you didn't expect, including a, a big sack of rice. Okay. And uh, gets to making a camp. So, so do we, are we? Can we see the temple? Uh, no, there is a. Uh, Joris gave you pretty explicit instructions. There is a mine shaft, and at the back of the mine shaft is a crevice that opens up into this greater area. Uh, so you can spend a few hours looking around for the right mine shaft until you find it. Yeah, not, not dangerous down the mine shaft. Um, no. And it's not actually that hard to find the mine shaft, surprisingly. Um, because nobody goes down there. Well, because there's some body parts scattered around the right. the interior. Where is Damn it. Lost mine. The new tabletop audio soundtrack. I haven't used it yet. We'll see how it goes. Ooh, I like it. Yeah, it's pretty good. Seasonably dangerous. Yeah. Um, I I have like an extra second level spell slot, but I have no idea what to put into it because nothing is useful. <laughs> I mean, I I guess if there's conventional traps, I could bring a spell for that. Sure, just for in case we go inside. So why don't you guys pick your spell list carefully? I'm doing so. Am I going to get napped? Not before. I do have in. a nap. Uh, not before, after. So you can go in, come out, you can nap, and then you can go back in. That's the logic, at least. I'm I, need, I don't know if I kind of need the nap going in. We can just, I think... Why? I want, to, I want to cast some third level spells off the box. Do they last long enough? Because you'd be down for an hour, and you'd have to memorize. Yeah. W yeah. Wait, what do you want to cast? Oh, well, protection from normal missiles and fly last over an hour. So I want to wake up It'd be an hour and a half for you to learn a new third level spell. It's two hours if you learn two new third level spells. No, it's half an hour per spell, right? Yeah, plus the hour for the nap. Yeah, yeah, but you cast a nap on me, and when I'm freshly awake... I cast those two spells and reload. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um. Sure. Yeah, I can do that. And then, assuming they can't be healed, we can just spend another night. I go in. I'll go again in the morning. Sure. I'm going to move the carriage probably about ten minutes away from the entrance, though, and Malachi can just like fly around. I, I want to go somewhere where there's like a clearing to the sky so that he can see us from above if he flies over. No. Can you? I, I might need you to be near the entrance. Or at least come to you can fly away, Malachi. I doubt they're going to kill you from the sky. Yeah, I know, but I, I do have one spell that I want to cast. Um, actually, 
Okay, no, never mind. Yeah, I don't want to be anywhere near the entrance. <laughs> Not unless they can be slowed on the spot. All right, so then... What do I take for my third? Oh my god. This is all... There's nothing useful. <laughs> um... I guess I'll just take a motion control. There we go. I'm gonna put my spells in chance five. That's only four. Oh, but I burned the nap, that's right. All right, putting in roll 20. Okay. So, are you guys all spelled up? Uh, yeah, so I cast Nap on Malachi. He woke up, cast Fly, and what else on yourself? Protection from Nolan Missiles. And then I think Invisibility. Wait, uh, if you learn new third-level spells, you're going to burn almost the entire duration of those. Yeah, no, that's what I'm just thinking, now. Should we so, not do that, then? No, we'll still do it. I'll cast... I need those two spells to go in, though, and then if I don't do this, then I haven't got... I haven't got Fireball. Uh... I mean, you could slow them and then just magic missile them to death. Or you could just take a fireball, cast it, and fly out. If I need protection, if they're going to throw the shit at me. Hmm. You know, just come near the entrance, nap me there, and then leave before I go in. Uh, near the entrance, nap you there. I could yeah, like do that. I'll probably still go back to the camp afterwards while you fly in. Or I'll move yeah. a decent ways out so I can run if need be. Yeah, okay. So I'll nap you right by the entrance. They both last over an hour, right? Yeah. Well, let me just check. Protection for normal missiles. The protection for normal missiles lasts an hour. Okay, um, so you need to do that after you wake up. Yeah. No, no. So I wake, I wake up. I cast fly first. And then I cast... Then I learn fireball. And I cast protection from normal missiles, and then I learn fireball again. So you'll have at least 10 minutes of fly left, but it's totally random as to how much time you have left? Yeah, at least 10 okay. minutes. Neil, I think you have to roll the d6 for how much uh, fly time he has left. It's 10 minutes per number. Okay. So you basically will have te- d6 10 times to 10 minutes, minutes yeah. of spell of flying time. So hopefully you don't just, like, fall out of the sky and die. Um, so he does that, and then he has protection from his... Okay, yeah. And, I, and then I land these, and I cast shield on myself, and then I go in. I shield it in this, and then I fly in. Okay. Time to die. Yeah. Hope you have your staff. Just one sec here. Van moves a decent, like, back from the entrance. He casts on Malachi at the entrance, then he kind of, uh, heads maybe a minute back. He wants to be able to see the entrance, but, like, not be close to it. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'll replace one of the magic missiles with a detect magic. Actually, is it is it lit within the temple? Uh, well, let's talk about the mine shaft first. This music's a little loud. Let's turn this down a smidgen. All right. So the mine shaft 
is man-sized, human-sized. It's not particularly big. It's big enough to, to walk through. And you see kind of scattered on either side of the rails that lead down are little bits of people. There's maybe like a skull here, a hand over here, uh, you know, part of a leg bone a little bit further in. Um, yeah. It, it doesn't really bode well for what you're doing. Yeah. Right. At the back of the mine, maybe about 150 feet in, there is a crevice in the wall that clearly looks like the miners were mining away and all of a sudden they kicked through something. Uh, and that area has been opened up to be big enough that a person can step through pretty easily. On the other side of this crevice in the wall, which up until now has just been lit by your staff, is a large cave lit by phosphorescent moss. This is where we cast the nap, by the way, just at this entrance. All right, this is where you nap and do all those things and do the fly. Yeah. Okay. okay. And then Van gets the fuck out. Right. Um, nothing happens while you're in the mine, by the way. That's good. Uh, Malachi, it's just you. And it's light in there, though, right? It is gently lit by phosphorescent moss. It kind of lights everything. Um, the initial position kind of has you tilted... So you can't see the temple from where you are. It has you tilted, looking. Um, let's take a look at a map. You might need a, a bit of a map to make this whole thing work out well. Yeah, you can scale as well if possible. Scale, ooh. Or just with scale drawn on it, you know, to say this is two hundred feet or right, right, whatever. Okay. How far can? Do I think someone can throw a rock now? A person can throw a rock 30 yards. Who knows how far a stone giant can throw a rock? Yeah. Uh, so let's say that this is the, the mine shaft right here. It opens up into uh, the, like a crevice that comes out at an angle like this. The mine shaft kind of does that. Um, comes a little bit like that opening up into a much larger chamber but from your angle you can't really see the whole thing your view is pretty limited um, yeah this is definitely not to scale but as you step around the corner you see a much much larger chamber it is roughly 120 feet across and 200 feet long and 45 feet high. Um, that said, you know, it, there, it's got some variance. So the average is about 45 feet high. There's maybe a section that's 55 and a bunch of sections that are like 30. Um, yeah. Okay. Do I see the columns? At the very back, let's just this. Nick, do you know if cloud giants are stronger or weaker than stone giants? I think cloud giants are stronger. Okay, then it doesn't have 23 or greater strength. I know no, that from my spell list. Hmm. Right, but how far can cloud giants throw rocks? Uh, I don't know. It's I, I would imagine that their long range is probably about the same, because the hard part, like from throwing a baseball, like you can hit a board from 10 feet away, but it's much harder from 100 feet away, just because like there's more directions that the ball can go wrong. 
You have to get a narrower angle. Pretty sure the fireball can fireball the length of this. I can fireball the length of this place, so. It's a football field, right? 200 feet right now, not yards. 200 feet. So that's fireballs 180 feet. Yeah, plus 20 foot explosion radius. Um, So this thing back here is a crude drawing of a temple. Yes. With some pillars. Oh, wait, that passed that. Okay. Um, And you see scattered out over this, this field are dozens of bodies. Uh, Everything's fine. 30, 35, 40, God knows how many there are, but there's dozens of them. But do I see the golems? You see a broken golem over here with an eight-foot staff still embedded in it. Uh, There's another broken golem right next to you. Uh, Its hands still wrapped around the skeletal neck of some former creature. Uh, And at the very back, as you kind of peer around, you see two golems standing before the temple on these pedestals. There's actually four pedestals and only two golems left on them. How far between those two? Uh, 40 feet. Perfect or or just out of being perfect? Um... Sounds like it's just perfect. Sounds like it's just perfect. But you are 200 feet away, so maybe you're I don't want to risk hitting no one, though. So, I, first things first, I come around the corner, I make eye contact with them. Do I see them animate? There's a, a brief moment where you're, like, peering around the corner looking, and they're not moving. All right. Okay. So, from here, then. I'm invisible, right? And I'm flying. Uh, you are invisible. You are flying. You can cast right. spells while flying as long as you're stabilized, I think. Uh, I think there's no. I'll, I'll double check, but I'm pretty sure there's no infringement because it's not like a levitate. He has full control. Yeah. I'll double check really fast for you. I'll just. I'll inch a little bit closer, Neil. Okay. Do they activate? How far do you inch for? Just like inch at a time until they do activate? No. Like five foot. You can move. You can go at a movement of three while casting spells, so he's able to move and cast. Actually, how many? Like, I, I take a look at the rubble. Is that rubble around them? Is that big boulders? There's a not. lot of broken rubble all over the place, including naturally forming stalactites and stalagmites. Oh, okay, impaled, impaled by one of them, is it? All right. Well, fuck it then. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cast a fireball in between them both, and then. Fucking dart back out of the corridor. Uh, in case you missed that, he can cast spells while flying. He can actually move while casting. In that case, it's a max movement of three while casting. So I'm gonna f- I'm gonna be in the air. I'm gonna be like maybe how tall are they? Eight foot. Uh, yeah, eight foot ish. Oh, oh uh, the ceiling. The ceiling's like forty five ish. Alright, so I'm gonna be like thirty foot high. Uh, you might want to check possible combat penalties while flying are known to the DM. It's in the aerial combat section of the DMG. You might want to check that. What's... I don't think it has inherent spell failure, but it might. I don't think it'll fail spells, but there might be some sort of... I'll check, too. Interesting. Aerial combat. How broken do these ones look as well, Neil? 
from your distance, they don't even look damaged at all. Okay. Where is it? I don't even see aerial combat. Uh, chapter 9, page 107. 107. What's the maneuverability class of fly? I think it's oh, yeah, probably A. Uh, B. Is that better or worse? Worse. Damn. Yeah. Uh, They're able to hover in place and they can turn 180 degrees in a single round and can make one pass every turn. Is that, can he turn faster while hovering? Because I think maneuverability is like how fast can you turn while going forward still? Right. So I think if you move in a round, you can't move forward and backwards. You can at most move in a 180 degree arc in a single round. There's actually, um, it says on fly, I think, that there's vertical and horizontal acceleration. All right, well, look. So I'm, I'm no, I get, I get. 30, Never mind, I'm wrong. Yeah. I get 30 feet up in the air. Do they react? Not when you're 35 feet up in the air and 195 feet away from them. All right. So I need to let me think about my maths here. I think I need to go forward about another five or ten feet. Yeah, I think you're right. He can't move in multiple directions in one turn. Right. He could probably do like a U-turn and like get sideways movement. I move slowly forward another five, ten foot. But if I see them animate, then tell me. Okay. Uh, you've moved forward a little bit closer. They still haven't animated. They look to be still roughly 40 feet apart. You're not entirely sure if your spell would hit both of them. You're right on that border. It's either going to hit none of them or both of them. Right? Unless you center it a little bit to one side or the other. But then it's definitely not going to hit both. Is there any way to get a better idea? Uh, Get a little bit closer. How far away are the rocks from, like, the feet? Ah, this definitely counts as a surprise round. I uh, think that's... Doesn't invisibility give you auto-surprise? Oh, so I don't know. Something like that. Alright, I'm gonna cast Fireball in between them both. With the plan to immediately dart back down the corridor. Alright. You unleash a fireball. It sails towards them, uh, exploding between the two of them. Would you please make me a damage roll? Yes. 22. Take a look at what their saving throw versus spell is. For a 20 hit die creature, the saves. What? <laughs> 20. I'm just no playing no with you. Yeah. Uh, Still not as bad as a Tarrasque. Yes, that's true. Uh, they both fail their saving throws versus spell. Oh so I hit God. them both. Yes, they do. You hit them both with an exploding fireball, rocking them for. Was that 22 points of damage? Yeah. That is a good fireball. Mm-hmm. 
It's all right. Sixty-six, it's all right? right? Yes. Yeah. Three and a half times six. Okay. I think that's about average. Um, yeah. Seventeen and a half is average for a. Uh, oh, you're six now. Well, whatever. Yeah. Decidedly average. It's half a point over average. Okay, I was doing my math earlier at you at level five, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, it explodes back. between the two of them, and instantly they move. Like a normal creature would be surprised by this. These guys most definitely are not surprised. Okay, but they it's still immediately my round move in your direction, and you become visible. But I can. It's still my round, so I can move in my round, right? Sure. Where do you move? Back down the corridor. All right, you head back down the corridor, immediately being out of sight. Yes. Okay. Next round. Is that the sound of the golems? Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, where? Are, so let's take a look at the map. Where are you in the map? Because you were here. Okay. Let me. Can I? Can I draw a, a yes. little M for myself? Red for fire. Okay. There's me. Mm-hmm. Flying 35 foot in the air. Yeah. I've just cast Fireball. Mm-hmm. And then I'm gone. Like down here? Okay. Um, you don't see them. You do hear echoing, crunching sounds. It's really it's hard to pinpoint the distance in a, a cave like this because everything just kind of echoes and echoes and echoes. And it's hard to tell where it is, but you do hear the sound of the movement of the golems. Sure. So I cast Invis and I keep going back down the tunnel. Okay. In fact, I go all the way back out if I can. All right, you are outside. And I fly up into the air, high up into the air, and wait. In fact, I, I like, if there's like rocks around me, I'm going to hide behind a rock and like peek out. So they okay. have no idea where I was. I'm invisible anyway. All right. Silence. Okay, and I'm going to wait. And I'm going to go back down to the ground so I don't run out of fly while I'm up here. Okay. You get back to ground level uh, above the cave entrance? The no, mine shaft like, I don't know, like, a bit further away, you know, like, 100 far away or something. Okay. How far, how long is the mine shaft to walk? 150 feet. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, like, another 100 feet. And I'll wait invisible and hide behind a rock. For how long? Five minutes. Okay. Five minutes pass. All right. Still invisible. I'm going to start walking. I'm peeking my head down the corridor, looking if they're there. You don't see them. Okay, I'm gonna slowly go back. <laughs> Is he just gonna abuse, like, video game AI here? To uh, kite these things to death? Golems are pretty stupid. Maybe yeah. that'll work. Yeah, I mean, they're not just stupid, they're brainless. Literally brainless. Sorry, I wanna go back. Alright. You begin to move yourself back down corridor. Obviously, if I see them. Right. I'm gonna do something different, but yeah. So, uh, you wanna move yourself around a little bit? Yeah, so I'll go back. I'll go. Thank you. You did steal control of my token? Uh, no, but I can't move it myself. Okay. It's like it won't, won't be selected by me. Or me. So ah, there it is. Second. I got it now. Somehow. I hope these things are worth a lot what of XP. Do? I don't know. I just clicked on it a bunch of times. I, I still can't move it. But yeah, I go to like down here. And if I don't see them, I'm going to try and like go like a square forward and try and peer down the gap to see if they're like waiting for me. 
right at the edge of the... There you go. Now you can get it. Somehow it got moved to the map layer by accident. Okay, so I'm going to go here and see if I can see if they're like waiting for me right there. Move this other shit to the map layer so that'll... In fact, are they even small enough to fit through that hole? That's pretty questionable, actually. It's... It might be big enough. It depends on how dexterous they are. Certainly, if you were their size, you could fit through it. But can golems, like, bend over and climb? How quick did they move when... I mean, they, you said they moved... Oh, uh, you quick. turned around and ran. You, you bolted. You didn't get a very good look at them. They definitely go slower than people. Okay. So, are they there? Are they waiting right beyond You don't see hole? them. Okay, I'll edge forward. You know, I'll take a step at a time. Keep looking. And I'll eventually get back around the corner and peer and see if they're back on their little pedestals. Uh, they are, but now they are on different pedestals. Where? Like one of them, them. Actually, one of them's on the guy on the left is on the same pedestal. The guy on the right. I should randomly determine their pedestals each time, actually. Um, so the first guy goes. The guy on the right is in the same spot, and the guy on the left is one pedestal over to the side, the left. Mm. Okay. Can I see any obvious damage from here? Uh, they are blackened and scorched on the outside. But this room is dimly lit with moss. Yeah. yeah uh, is yeah, your yeah. light still going? No. As soon as I get, as soon as it's fluorescent moss, I cover it back up. Yeah, I don't need it. All right, so, so what I'll do is, the one closest to me, meaning this one. Yeah. Mhm. Mm I'll magic missile him from right here and then run back down the corridor. All right, you cast magic missile. Roll me some damage. In the same round, round, mind you. Walk back down the corridor, right? And get sure. bolded. Twelve. Uh, the statue crumbles to pieces before you. Alright. Does the other one... Do I wait here. Do I hear the other one moving? Uh, yes, you do see okay, the other one going. bend over. Uh, picks up a boulder and hurls it in your direction. Whoa, but I already get back around the side, right? You waited Five. to watch it do something and it picked up a boulder and hurled it at you. It is like 120 yards away, so this yeah. is the part where you get ready to call DM hacks, Nick. Oh yeah, serious. Uh, I mean, I, what yeah, is your the AC record, from the protection from normal missiles? Or uh, the shield spell? I think 18. We'll check. He also has... I don't I don't know what the normal he's missiles got, does. Yeah, but he's also got cover from peeking around corners. Thank you. He's probably just got like his head out, so it's like ninety percent. Yeah. So that brings your AC to twenty-eight, actually. Holy uh, with the ninety percent hidden. Long range, probably. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe. And then it rolls a natural twenty. Uh, Malachi's head the, explodes like a watermelon. The large rock it has shatters on the ceiling above you, crumbling down and raining small pebbles on the back of your head. That was pretty close. All right, I, I call it. I'm gonna call it a day, and I'm gonna leave. Okay. I'm gonna go back to Van. Wow. All right, you exit the the mine shaft. We did 
for the boys. Yeah. <laughs> Game system. Hey, I like that's probably the one weakness golems have is that they have no brains. Entirely mindless creatures. There is right. nothing else about them that sucks whatsoever. So I go back to the camp. Okay. I assume unmolested. Um, yeah, you keep throwing glances over your shoulder. And when you're maybe uh, 150 feet or so from the mine shaft, you see the golem standing at the edge of the mine shaft, reaching to tear a bit of rock off the wall. Can I get round? Uh, can I get round and behind something? Not really. The the village is still a little bit farther away from you. I need you to make me a rich, uh, initiative roll. See if you can beat the golem out of the into cover. Oh boy. Shit. Oh no. Nope. You do have like 20. Oh no, you only have like 18 AC. Shit, you might die the here, dude. Golem takes another bit of rock and hurls it at you. Um. Does he just pull it from the wall, does he? Yeah, he just grabs a, a bit of rock from the wall and <laughs> shakes out a, a big, you know, hard drive sized chunk and hurls it at you. Uh, rolls a. 14, which is a miss against your... Well, it comes straight for you and then it kind of, like, deflects at the last moment, rolling to the side and hitting the ground. I would say um, a hard drive-sized rock is protected by uh, protection from normal missiles, though. Anyway. Well, then. Say it. You're doubly lucky. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Can Run. I get away, then? Are you saying? Yeah. Yeah, you can keep getting away. Alright, get away, then. I get around the corner or... Alright, you move into the village, and you see the golem continues out into the field before the village. Fuck. Alright, I come running screaming, man! <laughs> There's only one left, it's injured. The fuck do you want me to do? <laughs> Alright, Van uh, Hilsing grabs his flail that he's been practicing with, I assume, just like getting ready just in case something happens. And he's going to intercept Malachi. I want to get out of sight, Neil. I want to veer off to the right or the left, like... Down an alleyway or something. Oh fuck. Okay, does this this is an AoE, right? Range AoE is a fifty foot cube, awesome. So while we're here, once I intercept Malachi, I think Van's going to prepare for the fight with if I can find my spell list. There it is. We're gonna do strength of stone. Okay. The golem is marching ceaselessly towards the village. Your mm -hmm. carriage driver has spotted it. Yeah. And I shall it, get away. What? What? What the hell's this shit? I thought we were it's just coming. Hey, fuck this, man. I'm out of here. Uh, grabs the horse and just starts pulling the carriage well, well away. Yeah. Uh, Darp um, takes a shot at the, at the golem from far away uh, with a natural 18 striking it. The arrow just like sticks nice. in the side of the golem. All right. Uh, by the way, here's my d4 for strength. Is that my turn, Neil? Running away, right? Three. Yeah. I have 18 10 strength, Neil. Nice. Uh, wow. Darth takes another shot, sticking straight in the, the belly of the golem, and turns to you guys and says, This guy's easy. We'll just pepper him from a distance. It's probably not hurting him, Darth. What? Right, why don't it's we made take, of clay. Why don't we take our break, and on the other side... We'll see if the golem manages to rip you to shreds. Nah, right. no way. See you guys no in a way. moment. Welcome back to Hardcore Heroes, everybody. So, hey guys. the golem is coming after you. It's out of the cave. It's heading in your general direction. Where is our combat music? 
Um, would you got? You've got about one round before it gets to you. All right, I'm going to um, Van shouts, Darf, grab the warhammer, and he runs over to cast a motion control but, on but him. But the bow, has, I've got him, I've got him. Use the warhammer, damn it! And he runs over and he casts a motion control on Darth. All right, this is the one uh, where he's he got a saving throw. Yeah, he's save fail versus to spell, save. and he has to fail the save. Natural sixteen. Uh, two people, so uh, wolf two, because okay. the dogs are around. All right. And natural nope. sixteen. All right, so it's. Uh, uh, what are you doing on your your turn, Malachi? Because you. Well, I think I just run around around the corner, right? That's my turn. Like fleeing out the thing as it's chasing me. Okay, right. Around the corner. Um, you guys want to roll some initiative for the next yeah. round? Nick went last, so. Seven. All right, you guys win initiative. Uh, Darf is the Warhammer. His emotions are well controlled. Mm-hmm. He is courageous. Super uh, courageous. Oh, yeah, courageous. He gets a. Oh, God, I have it right here. So he gets plus one to attack rolls, plus three to damage rolls, temporarily gains four hit points. Uh, needs to never make a morale check and receives a plus five bonus to any saving throws against fear effects. That is awesome. Alright, but before wolf. that comes into play, I am going to try and fireball this thing again. So I'll run to the end of the street, poke my head around the corner. You see the, the golem stalking down as you pop around the corner. It bends over to reach a, a large rock in the ground. Oh shit. Alright, uh, shall I roll damage? Yes, please. 20. Right. The fireball hits the golem square in the chest, knocking it back into the ground. Um, Like it falls over? Like it just falls over backwards. Um, Van Helsing, it's you, Darf, and the dogs. Um, Van runs out and hits the golem in the face with the the flail. Okay. Um, Yeah, it's within 60 yards. uh, Because you... Yeah, because we yeah we cast a spell and then it came into a. Right, I, right. I assume it was like running toward us. Right, uh, you make it out to the golem and you see it's kind of cracked into multiple pieces all over the ground. Okay. Yes. So Van hits it in the face with the flail. Says, "Don't worry, guys, I killed it." <laughs> all right, I come running over. See, it's dead. It's dead. They're both dead. Van, let's go. Uh, let's go and loot the temple. Uh, are you sure that's wise? We might want to wait the night. Uh, we, we're, we're rather low on spells at this point, Malachi. Uh, I look oh, around. Shit, the carriage. The carriage took off. And he... Van is... Since... Okay, so I... um, Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm going to run after the off, carriage. But it took off multiple rounds ago. There's no way you're going to catch up to it. It's pulled by two horses. Could I I'm, run after it and shout? Would they hear me shouting? Van goes off sprinting. I go, wait... And then he just runs off. I'll, like, I'll try. Yeah. I'll do it for like a minute or so. And if I, do, if I don't hear any response, and I'll give up. No, you're not going to catch the carriage. Okay. okay. So yeah. then I'll just head back and we'll get ready to make camp in the village. I look around. Is the village totally deserted? You know, it doesn't look like anyone's. Oh, yeah. It looks like no one's lived here for years, decades, All maybe. Right. So let's make camp then. Uh, you guys make camp. 45 minutes or so later, you see the, the carriage pulling back around slowly but surely. <laughs> The carriage driver, once she gets next to you guys, goes, what? What happened to that thing? I killed it, don't worry. Oh my (laughs) god! uh, My friend here hit it with a ball of fire, and then I finish it off with the flail. Really? It looked so terrifying. It was. But when you have an experienced cleric on your side, it's, it's not too bad. 
She nods. Okay, well, gods be praised. Indeed. We should probably uh, make some space in this village and camp here for the night. Uh, no point in staying in the carriage when we can just hole up in a house. Yep, plenty of houses. Keep you nice and warm. The beds are kind of crap, so... Uh, Maybe, like, pull up some straw or something. Mm -hmm. uh, you guys make a nice camp for yourselves. Cool. Um, let me add these spells. So I had strength of stone, and... Did not do blood. I did a motion control. All right, I send all my spells in the chat. Yeah, let me grab new spells. I'll keep the bless. All right. No encounters throughout the evening, and the morning comes. The dogs wake up, wake you guys up with licks and crawls all over your faces. Mm -hmm. I wake up Ali eager to explore the temple. Okay. Sure. Uh, Van... Having charmed Bear before, I think he's going to go ahead and finish it off since I can do it in the morning and rememorize the spell. He's going to go ahead and cast Charm Person or Animal on a Wolf. Wolf fails his Charm Person spell. The dogs right. love you. They yeah, love perfect. you. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me rather annoyed. All right, perfect. Um, uh, if I'm I'll take Lane Blake, I'm expecting Undead, honestly. If Fan is doing that, Neil, I will I'll cast protection from normal missiles on myself and that one of my other spells. Might as well. I think I have five of each. Yep. Okay. Should right, I let's go. Does whole person work on undead? I don't think it I think it specifies that it doesn't. Uh, there's a special spell hold undead. Alright. We head Do into I have the that? Uh, into the temple grounds, Neil, and I head no. straight for that stuff. Alright. You arrive. There is a an eight-foot staff kind of partially stuck into one of these creatures. I pull it out. Okay. I look around. Is there a lot of other, like, items around Oh, wait. There? Shit, never mind. Hold on. Let me change one thing about my spell list that I was going to do, but I didn't because we weren't going in. There are gonna... many bronze weapons and bits of armor all over the place. If you are armor and that... weapon merchants, you might be able to make a pretty good haul from this. A lot of it's old, badly damaged, looks like uh, smashed by golems, you know? So swords yeah. that are, like, bent all the way over, uh, spears that are broken in the middle, armor that looks like it's been ripped apart or has, like, a, a rock still stuck inside of it. Um, uh, Neil, from this from this list, I'm swapping out... Uh, shit, what is it? I'm swapping out slow poison for fine traps, and I'm swapping out emotion control for hold poison. Okay. Or, sorry, hold animal for hold uh, poison. So that's probably going to be more useful here. So we've got hold poison, and I'll just repost it in chat. Okay. So, Neil, is there, looking around, is there any chance that there's some magical stuff around here or not? Like, do I say, actually, this is all just junk, or could that be some stuff here? Uh, don't you have a tech magic spell? I do, yeah. I'm just deciding whether it's worth using it here or not. Well... Oh, yeah, because magical items are always, like, nice quality, right? So can we, like, look around and see if the things yeah. in here look really nice? Nothing in here except for the staff looks like it could be magical. Unless there's some, like, secret magic item that looks pretty crappy, which has been known to happen. Malachi. I'll leave, I'll leave it for now. Do you have a, do you have invisibility today, Malachi? Yes. Might be a good idea to cast it on us. Well, just on me. All right, you could go scouting ahead of us. I'm sure it's safe. I would rather not take the chance. What could have got past those golems? Maybe whatever created the golems. Hmm. I think it's I think it's always in our best interest to scout. If you want, you can cast it on me. 
or let me check and see if I can do this for you. Find traps. Target? There's no target. Oh no, it's only for me. Okay. Can we can we at least walk all the way up to the entrance of the temple? If you'd like sure. to. Yeah, let's, but let's walk. You should walk you should um make me invisible oh, well. before we go in. I can find traps in the room. Let's just yeah, let's just get to the entrance. Okay. So to be clear, he is not invisible or he is invisible? I am not invisible right now, but I am gonna go ahead and cast fine traps. They last for thirty minutes. Cool. Uh, you guys approach the entrance of this temple. The okay. old Ten. doors are kind of off the hinges. You notice the ceiling has collapsed down onto the rock roof. It looks almost like this building slid down into a cave and then the cave collapsed on top of it or something. Um, there are older corpses around here, older than the ones out in the main room. Um, they have very tattered robes that look like they've been just like really just scraps of cloth that have somehow survived the ages here. It's probably still air and no no forms of life until the miners broke through. Um, still quiet. There's a, a dripping of water in the distance. How much of the temple does my light illuminate? A good amount. Um, this this main chamber is quite different than the previous chambers that the other temples that you've seen uh, in the modern age. Instead of having a nice round room with the gods all the way around the perimeter, this has uh, kind of rows of gods. So, you know, a, a large, a row of large gods, and then a smaller row, and then a smaller row. And noticeably, you have life-sized gilded statues of Martha and Astaire, with dwarf-sized stone statue of most of the other gods. Um, the quote-unquote bad gods, like Verasi, Ponos, Malchus, uh, I can't remember the other ones right now. Those are not even represented at all. Okay. Fine, you don't want to just walk in there? I usually like to save my invisibility spell for if uh, things get dicey. I think you should cast it on me so I can go in with relative safety. I can find traps. I'd rather not be attacked by something as soon as it sees me, though. All right. I scout slightly ahead. I'll cast Invis on Fan. Okay. The two of you are invisible. Darf is standing right. next to you guys. Uh, it's, it's just me. I'm not invisible. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead of them. Uh, I can see traps in a 10-foot wide width and 30 yards ahead of me, so I just kind of keep my head going like this a little bit. Kind of just keeping an eye out for any traps that might be ahead of me. I'm going to walk in ahead of the group. Yeah. We're just at the entrance. Yeah. Do you want the stuff? Uh, sure. Is Van, the moss, take the stuff. Is the moss in there? Oh, yeah. Is there moss inside this? Uh, no. The other room? Okay, yeah, so I'll take the staff and hold it up. Uh, light illuminates the whole of this inner chamber. Half of it seems to be collapsed. On the other half, you see what looks to be a pair of corpses that were in the middle of maybe dragging out this chest that seems to be overflowing with gold and items before they died. Uh, there's no clear cause of death from this distance. They probably snuck in. Okay, so... Um, Van will just walk forward a little bit first and just kind of survey the room and see if he sees anything else in here of note. Mm -mm. Okay. The room is Van mostly says, cracked. Um, it looks like once upon a time it was maybe very fine marble stonework on the grounds and on the ceiling, but that's all cracked and slightly ruined now. It's a little bit uh, like a pool of moldy water all across the floor. Okay. 
Um, in that case, uh, Van will call back. There's a large chest in here. Uh, it's filled with gold. You might want to look at this. It's like just overflowing with gold. Uh, as you right. approach it, you notice there's some silver in there uh, on the order of a few hundred, but there's probably a few thousand gold coins. Holy shit. Uh, right, as well as I... stones, some I... beautiful works of art that are made out of precious metals. Uh, two potions are popping out of this pile, as well as a scroll case made of ivory. All right. Um, I, I look at these bodies first. Is there any like clear cause? Of, like now that I'm closer, do I see anything like a crushed limb or something? Yes, one of them clearly has its hips crushed by a rock. Um, that looks like it maybe fell from the ceiling somehow. Uh, the other one doesn't have a clear cause of death, but any number of things could have happened to it a long time okay. ago and so vanished. By now. I'm gonna I'm gonna look around in a circle around me to see if there's any traps within 30 feet radius. You see no traps. I look up toward the ceiling. No traps. All right. Uh, I say, well, we're going to have to start dragging this out soon, but let's survey the rest first. Does it look safe? I can't see anything. If it is, it's... Let me make sure that this doesn't work for magical things. All right. Now, no, all tra- all concealed traps, both normal and magical, um, walk in. are apparent to me. Cast Detect so Magic and Survey the Temple. Okay. The staff that you picked up is magical. Sweet. The... Uh, scroll case radiates magic from within. Not surprising. Yeah, the yeah. two potions radiate magic. Yeah. Um, and then there seems to be some sort of just residual magical aura encompassing the whole temple. There's no source. That doesn't surprise me. Right. I, I imagine it's probably to do with the um, the splitting of the continent. And I'll head back into the yard and look for more stuff hidden beneath the rocks or. Sure. Yeah, and then um, so I'm going to pop open the scroll case and see what I find inside. Also, I think Detect Magic tells you what strength the aura is. So what does he see on the? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you have what, a 10% how strong is that? Per level of detecting that. You are level six. Yes. Um, the one of the potions you don't get, the other potion you don't get, and the scroll radiates. What are the levels of magic? Uh, dim, faint, moderate, strong, or overwhelming. Also, the, the staff scroll that radiates overwhelming. The staff radiates mo- moderate. Okay. So I'm going to pop open the scroll case and take a look at it and see what spell it is. Or spells, if there's multiple. Uh, you need a yeah. read magic spell. Uh, can Do I get that? Wait, how would that work then? Because clerics wouldn't be able to read their own scrolls in that case. That's true. So it must be arcane spells. It's got to be something different. Yeah, like, Divine Magic must work differently. Right. I was looking into this earlier, and it said scrolls need a read magic spell to be useful, but that doesn't seem to make sense with... Yeah, with Divine Magic. Could it be, like, clerics have their own language of magic and it's just written in plain text for people to read, but you have to know the Divine Language of Magic or something? Scroll is written in its own magic cipher. To understand what type of scroll has been found, the ability to read magic must be available. That doesn't make sense with clerical scrolls in the slightest. Yeah. It's clearly an oversight. I think we read them before, too. Like, we stole a bunch of... when Yeah, when Croak stole the scrolls in the temple, Malachi just read them in his sure. house. We'll just say the priestly spells don't need it. Um, 
It is a resurrection spell on the scroll. Ooh. Holy shit. All right. Wow. Van is going to, is it, that's the one thing in the thing? It's only one scroll spell on the scroll. All right. Wow. Van is going to put that in his backpack. Wow. Yeah. That is, that um, is a pretty big deal for us. Yeah. Wow. All right. Um, yeah, I checked the yard for more magic items now. No, that's it. All right. Um, so there's the chest. Is there? This is the only other room? Or uh, there's other rooms no, there's a up? corridor, but you look down the corridor and everything else in there is collapsed and broken. Maybe if you dug out the rubble, there might be more accessible rooms, or maybe it would cause everything to collapse in and on around okay. you. So let's well, grab uh, the chest and start heading out of here. Yeah. All right, Dolph and Pond, grab the chest. <laughs> yeah, and we'll just start carrying it out. Um, can we like close the lid so nobody sees what's inside? Uh, no, it's overflowing. The lid won't close. And it um, looks like you're gonna have to leave some coins on the floor unless you want to. Can we like swan? Can so I've got a backpack, right? And I know Nick has a backpack, and Darth probably has a backpack. Mm-hmm. Can we just start scooping the overflowing stuff into the uh, our backpacks and then like uh, close the lid after that? Sure. Um, cool. There are. God, let me do some math here. All right, so there's well over 100 pounds worth of coins in here. So I guess you guys oh, yeah. put like 20 pounds of coins in your backpack and leave another 100-ish in the chest and drag it between the two of you. It'll be slow going, dragging this awkward chest, yeah. but uh, you can do it. Um, yeah, and I can also cast Strength of Stone to make it go a little bit faster if necessary. Sure. But if it if it seems like we're doing fine, that's fine. Um, so yeah, we'll just carry it between the two of us and slowly make our way out. Okay. When Van tells me what the resurrection scroll is, I, I haven't told you yet. Okay. I think we'll just kind of work on getting the chest out of here right now. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, Darf yeah. came in here with you, and uh, he helps move these things out. Eventually, you guys make it back out into the plains. Where it is all calm, save for the little bit of wind blowing around. Do you tell me about it, Vaughn? Yes, but not around Darf. Yeah, I say. Let's keep that to ourselves. Yes, I, I agree. If Joris... I want to go in with full spells prepared. I'm worried he might make a move for it. In fact, I want to make this business with Jor- Joris done quickly, and then I want to leave. I don't want that resurrection scroll anywhere near him. You want to rest before we go in? I think we should stop in Copper Hill, take all of our stuff up to an in-room, and then uh, I'll stay in the room and you do you and Darf do the business with Joris. He's gonna know that if we just bring a few hundred gold. No, no, no. I take everything, everything. Take everything. I'm going to stay with the scroll. Yeah. I, I only want the scroll. You take everything else with you. And then I'm going to take the scroll back to the inn and you do your business with Joris. We get our share and we go out. Keep it on you now so Darf doesn't see it. Yeah, it's in my backpack. All right. So we go to Copper Hill and rent an inn. Hey. Uh, you guys make it back to Copper Hill, easy peasy. It's been what well, you rested for a couple days here at the the site, right? Yeah. I took you a day to One get day. here, and you spent a day. You spent what night after killing the golem? Right, one night after killing the golem. So you get back to Copper Hill on the thirtieth of July. Um, we're we're gonna have to talk after the game, Neil. Sure. We'll, we'll get there. Whoa. So, 
you guys have arrived back at Copper Hill. Yeah, so Van tells uh, Malachi and Darf well, to take care. Actually, as you're approaching the, the bridge to go over the river to Copper Hill, Darf says, well, where are we going? Why don't we just, why don't we head back to Joris's house? They're dropping me off. I'm just going to go to the inn. I, um, I hope you don't take offense to this, Darf, but I really don't like Joris much. <laughs> gets under my skin in every wrong way. Well, come on. He's not that bad. He's it's a little rough, but he, I did steal his scroll, his spell book. You know, just, I, I understand. I understand, but I want nothing to do with him. I think I don't say this because I want to say I, I think the meeting will go much more pleasantly if I'm not there. I don't think I can keep my mouth shut around him. Well, you were kind of an ass earlier. All right. But, uh, thanks, Van, for coming At least I wasn't a thief. And then (laughs) Van jumps out of the carriage. Thanks for coming, Van. It means a lot to me that you'd be willing to risk your life for me, although I guess Malachi did all the heavy lifting this time. This time. It happens. Yeah. I mean, I did kill one of the golems. You did, yeah. And, you know, granted, Malachi can only do so much heavy lifting before he needs to rely on you to get the rest of the shit done. Exactly. You know, kind of like, Wizard, wizards may have their magic, but without it, they're quite powerless. Good in short bursts, you know? Yes. Very, very... Um, like dwarves. Sprinters, yeah. you know? Not not very good in long distance. Yeah. Is this right around Malachi, or is this... Right um, around Malachi. Okay. Directly <laughs> in front of him. <laughs> I don't even think... I just think it's so ridiculous it's a joke, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's fair. I think we've done it so much at this point that it's like part of our daily conversation, just making snarky quips about the other source of magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I think Van's gonna jump off and take him and the Resurrection Scroll back to. Um, I guess I did take the coins with me. I never emptied them out of my backpack. Sure. Uh, you can empty them out before you take off. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, I'll empty them out. Being honest. Okay. Wow. What loot? That is insane. Yeah, we're gonna get a lot of gold from this. So we we split it half and half, right? That's what he that said. That was the yeah. agreement. Okay. All right. So Actually, with hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Van starts to head off. And then he kind of thinks about it and says, "Malachi, what if he tries to kill you?" I don't think he will. Do you think he really wants to split it fifty-fifty? Yeah, I don't think he's that stupid. I think he probably thinks that I'm gonna die out there. I think when I come back. Well, hey Van, if he does, you know what to do. I don't want to be there, Malachi. No, I mean, if he does kill me. Sure. Alright. I oh wait, I know what I can do. What is the range I have detect magic, let me see what the range on that is. Awesome. Okay, I've got an idea. So Van is going to um, head toward Joris, and he's going to wait outside. I think that'll be the different plan instead. Okay, so you get a little bit of way down the bridge, turn around, and come back. Yeah, I say, you know, Malachi, I'm going to be honest. For your protection, I think we should, uh, I should be with you. I really like I don't think. just don't send me in there. I don't I don't want to face that well, man again. Darf is right here, so you can't have this conversation without him here. No, I, I say I, wait I really, in the yeah, wait in the carriage, man. Sure. Alright. Darf, give me a hand with this chest. Yeah. Darf I just want to make sure I'm more than thirty yards away. 
Neil. Yeah. Okay. I'll, yeah, I'll have to take magic range. Yeah. Sure. So, Not that he- um, the two of you, Malachi and Darf, and the dogs, uh, head back into Joris's place. He sees you come in, uh, greets you, and says, Hey, you're alive, and you have a chest? Does that mean That's you right. did it? Yeah, it was actually uh, easier than I expected. Well, you say that, but how many people did it take to soften him up for you to get something done in there, huh? Yeah, probably Five, right. six well, people died before you? Yeah, they actually went down quicker than I expected. See, I told you it wouldn't be a problem. Well, look, yeah, you're right. Okay. So um, It's all about confidence. <laughs> check it out, though. Look at this chest. Hey, that's not too bad. Now look at this stuff. Hmm. All right, so deal's the deal, right? You get the staff, I get first pick of everything else. That's right. Uh, oh, did you identify the sword? No, the no, no, I, I'm waiting to... I loved it yeah, with him. Speaking of, where is that guy? Uh, he's, uh... He's not feeling too well. Uh-huh. All right, well... His loss, I guess. Um, so... Well, we'll be splitting, I'll be splitting my share with, with him, so... Right, right. Uh, so, why don't you dump out what you got, and let's do this, uh, dividing up, and then I'll identify that thing, you can buy some spells off me, and we'll all be happy and make out on this deal great. Alright, well, look, there's these two potions, I think, and then, Darth, if you don't mind, and I make sure to kick the chest over. He kicks the chest over, um, and he nods and goes, alright, uh, have you dug through the chest yet? Maybe there's something down at the bottom. That might be, I uh, no, we haven't. Darf, would you, would you spill the whole chest out all over the floor? Darf does. And Joris takes the uh, hand, kind of moves it around and goes, Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um... Um... You sure this is it? You didn't sure. see anything made out of ivory in there, did you? There was two dead bodies on the chest. It was already open, and some of the contents were spilled on the floor. I, uh... No, this was it. Why? Like... Right, what, what were you expecting? Um... There was supposed to be something made of ivory in here that I was really, really hoping to get my hands on. Is this ivory? I say, like, hunting in the stuff. No, no, that's wood. Wrapped All in right. iron. <laughs> <laughs> Mm, shit, maybe I, uh... Darf, Darf, did you did you see any ivory things lying about? Darf's like, no, they wouldn't let me into the temple until they were sure it was safe. Maybe it's on the floor? Or maybe someone took it. All There's right. some dead bodies inside the temple, so I think maybe some people snuck past the golems at least a little bit. Maybe somebody got in and got out with uh, whatever this is. Hmm... Hold on, I'm gonna, I'll be right back. And he uh, runs away out of the room, comes back with a, a big fat ledger and starts flipping through it. Uh, maybe, but I didn't check up on them. Hmm, he puts the ledger uh, down beside him. Okay, this is really uncomfortable. Um, uh, I'm not sure how to divide this stuff. Uh, I would rather take the coins, and you can have these 
things, he says, pointing to the five different art objects lying around. Uh, I don't really know how much they're worth, Joris. How about we split the coins and we split the art objects? You know what, Darf, why don't you head into town? I want you to find uh, William McGee and bring him back here. He'll he'll sort out the cost of these gems here. God, how many gems are these? And he'll he'll appraise everything for us. He's a he's an old friend of mine. Um, Maybe we could all head into town together, Joris. Oh, I hate town. I know, but yeah, why 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 go to town? Why not stay here? Make him come to us. I have things to be doing. I can't sit around at your whim for days on end. You just killed two golems and got, I don't know, I'm going to guess like 5,000 gold? 10,000, 100,000 gold right now? Like, really, what do you have that you need to be doing, huh? Some things are more important than gold. Like what? What, you're too good to tell me? If you even have to ask that question. Uh... I thought you were a great hero. Well, the gold is staying here, and the appraiser's coming here. I don't like going into town. Darf, uh... I don't know. Find a way into town. And he sends Darf off. And he sits back and All drums right. his fingers on the table, going, All right. Are you sure? Well, Did you search the whole temple? Look, give me a minute. I, uh, I'm going to dismiss my carriage driver if we're going to be stank. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, bring that, that other guy in here, too. The, the Van Heelsen guy. Maybe he saw something that you didn't. Maybe you guys overlooked it. Uh, it's this kind of whitish material, slightly off-white with a, a, like a tint of yellow to it. I walk out. Should we go to a break, Neil? It's four. Uh, it is four. Back. Let's do a break. We'll go slightly over, if that's okay. Malachi, I know you've got work. To... No, you don't. You're headed to Gamescom. I'm, go I'm flying in six hours, but it's fine. Oh, that's fine. Just stay yeah, up all yeah. night. Yeah, yeah. Sleep on the flight. All right. Seven hours, actually. All right, see you guys in a few moments. Welcome back to Hardcore Heroes, everybody. Sorry for the long break. Um, you go to dismiss the carriage driver and have a moment to talk to Van Helsing alone. Yeah, when Malachi dismisses her, Van says, whoa, we're, you should stick around. We're probably going to be leaving town tonight or maybe no, but tomorrow I, morning. But, I, but first of all, I say to Van, Van, he knows about the scroll. Oh, uh, before knows. you go up to her? Yeah, I say he at least expected that it was in there. Go back to town, find a way to hide it, and okay. come back. All right. Um, I'll, I'll take the carriage driver back. We can take her out with us tomorrow morning. I go. I wander back into the. I wander back into the um, the place, and I've said, uh, Joris, I've told the carriage driver to bring the um, the appraiser. Yeah, and Darf Darf went out too. So I think Darf kind of heads toward the carriage. And um, I'll go into town with Darf, and I'll like I'll tell Darf, um, meet me at this tavern. I'm gonna get our carriage driver an in room. Sure. And then once we're done with all that, I will meet up with you at this tavern, and we can go looking for an appraiser. Fantastic. But doesn't right. the carriage driver live in town? Isn't she? Yeah, Does she? she? Yeah, no, no. This is the carriage driver. That, yeah, this is the carriage driver you picked up in town. Oh yeah, we did pick this up in town. All right, so I mean, she might as well come back with us anyways. We're going to Copper Hill, same direction. We could ride the carriage back. Yeah, but why would she need an inn? Well, we'll need an inn. Yeah, she wins. We're gonna stay for the night, I assume. Is it midday already? Yeah, it's later in the day. Okay. It's like a I four or five. I, I doubt we're gonna be leaving tonight, Darf. We're going to need an inn room for the night. Cool. So um, I I head back into Joris's foot. 
Sure. After Dolphin Van leave. And I say, well, uh, Joris, are you going to identify the scimitar soon? Uh, sure. Did you get Van Helsing? Right, I've, I've told Dolph to bring him back. Wasn't he... I thought you said he was outside waiting in the carriage. No, you just said that he wasn't here and that I wasn't feeling well. Just yeah. throwing that out there. That's all Malik I said. Well. But do you think that you could identify this too while you cast it? Oh uh, yeah, I suppose. Um, Something wrong, Joris? Yeah, I was expecting a, a tube of ivory to be in this chest, and it's very distressing that it's not. Well, maybe it's... I mean, we could have missed it. Maybe it's back there. I could go and... Or you could go and take a look. I promised my wife I wouldn't do any more adventuring. <laughs> Um, look. now, look, this is, this is a very uncomfortable conversation to have with you, Malachi. Because clearly this thing is of high value to me. And yes. I need to know that you're not lying to me. That you haven't, you're not trying to pull one over on me. And I was trying to do that. I wouldn't come back with this chest at all. I mean, not really. You're very distrusting. What is in this You tend uh, to be distrusting when you've seen the world as I have. I doubt you would this? be all that trusting with other folks, too. What is in this ivory tube that's so valuable? I'd rather not say. Well, I'm sorry, then. I can't really... A scroll. The scroll in there. Uh, a clerical scroll... I nod a little bit, right? Uh-huh. Do, do you see why I feel uncomfortable here? That the cleric doesn't come back? And the clerical scroll is missing? It's not missing, is it, Joris? It wasn't there. Well, I think that's the definition of missing. Well, to have been missing, it would have to have been there in the first place. Oh, that's true. Ma that's true. Maybe house. my intelligence was wrong. Um, maybe it was picked up by someone else. Um, you know, maybe any number of things could have gone wrong here. It just makes me really uncomfortable because I have been working at this for a few years and now that it's all said and done, it's, it's kind of a big letdown, you know? I had plans. I had friends I wanted to see again after this and, you know... Friends you wanted to see again? Um... Yeah, let me. I don't, I don't want to bore you with the stupid details, but um, why don't you just send a messenger, Joris? As I said, it's it's kind of a personal thing, but there there's some long lost friends, one long lost friend in particular that I was really hoping to get to talk to again, and I don't think I can really go chat with him until I I, I get this scroll. So. Alright, I do my best to have a moment of, like, poignant realization. Hmm. And I say, My friend, is he... is he dead? You're quick. You're very, very quick, Malachi. I look with a concerned look. Now, 
and shake my head and say, uh, "You know, I've, I've been able to, to chat with him from time to time." There's a this fabulous spell that a, a friend of mine knows. It's called Speak with Dead. Great spell. Don't really get to have the sort of conversation I was hoping to, though. You know, it's uh, pretty limited. A ghost is kind of cryptic. I, I was looking for something a little stronger, but I guess I guess it's not going to work. Poor. Poor Darf is never going to get to see his father again. He wants to speak to the Darth's father. Yeah. Let let Darf actually see his father, or speak with his father for the first time. I mean, he was a child when his father died. He wouldn't, doesn't even know what the guy looks like, sounds like, doesn't know who he is. I shake I don't, I don't know what your relationship like is with your father, but imagine you got to be close to him again. Joris, these... Surely you must know. Well, aren't these magics lost from the world? Decades, centuries ago? Centuries ago. Which is why... Buried Temple... From centuries ago... Hmm. Maybe someone stole it? Maybe it was never there. And got Maybe past those golds? I know, look, look, there's a lot of problems going on here. It just... I kind of had all my hopes pinned on this, and it took me a decade to track down the possible location of one of these scrolls, and now, now it slipped through my fingers, and all because I didn't want to go do the work myself, because I promised my wife, and I'm glad I didn't die to any golems, but... Oof, how am I supposed to talk to Joris about, uh, Darf, Darf about this? I shame I hadn't say, Joris, I can assure you there was no scrolls there. Well, I suppose. Look, maybe, uh, would you like to see my spellbook? Perhaps we can, uh, <laughs> Sure. Sure, that's cute. Um, let me see what you got. Alright. Uh, I think the two of you stay up late trading spells. Well, you yeah. me I mean, it's not gonna be too long, is it? It's like an hour to get in town or something? Probably right. less. Uh, you get back to town. Um... Darf goes off and Mitsu goes to reserve a table at the tavern for you. Mm -hmm. uh, you get an in-room. Yeah, so I get an in-room for three people. Mm -hmm. uh, and I want to go up to mine. Is it like a locked in-room? Three people? Uh, like three different rooms. Okay. Uh, is it a locked room? Like um, the or is it just... All inns are locked rooms. This one is. I I would probably seek out like a somewhat nice room if that's the if it's yeah. better if I'm more likely to get it at a nice inn. I'd probably go to a nice one. Uh, th yes, you can find an inn that has a locked door on it. All right. So I'll pick up a pretty nice room. I'm gonna get our keys, head inside, and I want to look for a place to hide this scroll case. There is a chest at the base that does not have a key or a lock. Uh, there's a wardrobe that could also be locked, but doesn't come with a lock or key. Is this like a bed with a mattress? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to take the scroll out of the ivory case. I'm going to unroll it and slide it under the mattress nice and flat. Okay. I'm going to take the scroll case and put it in the uh, the chest. Okay. And then? From there, I'm gonna head out of the room, lock the door behind me. May is the window something that's like latched down? 
if there's an if there's a window in it, there might not even be one. Uh, there's a window. It it um. Is it like it. locked? Uh, it's got it's like basically shutters with um glass behind it. So the mm -hmm. glass the shutters open and then the glass open it's just glass opens in the shutters open out and they both have like little latches that go over. Not very strong, especially could on the I, shutters. Could I like stick some sort of object in there to make it sturdier and less likely to be opened? Mm, not really. God, I really don't like leaving this thing alone. No one else knows. That's a really presumptuous statement. No, no one else knows apart from me, you, and Joris. I think I might have to take it. Ah, fuck. Even he doesn't really know. Yeah, well, I, look at, I look at Joris's hands. Can I see any rings? Yes. How many? One. Two. 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 Okay. Fuck. He's old, right? He's gonna fall asleep. <laughs> this is gonna... Uh, if I get his ring off him, what could he even do to me? Oh, fuck. What are the floorboards like in here? Wood. Do they come up? Um, you are well, you on the to... second floor, so if they come up... I would just, like, crack it open to see if there's anything underneath, like, solid ground beneath. What do you have to crack open a floorboard? Is it okay? So it's not like I couldn't get a um, a finger in there and like no, lift it up. No, no, okay. No. In that case, I don't think I have anything. So I give him my scimitar. Um. Yeah, I mean, cracking open floorboards is not going to be a quiet task. Wait, no, I didn't give him my scimitar because he said he wasn't going to identify until we did the job. Right. I was like, I'll leave my scimitar with you so you can identify. He's like, you, we'll do it after you come back. Right, right. So I still have my magic one. Okay. Um. Whatever you do, like, if you try and open up these floorboards, it's not going to be quiet. Okay, that's fine then. Um, God, I, I really don't want to leave it here. <laughs> Plus, I don't think it's going to be as simple as, like, oh, yeah, I totally trust you didn't hide it in an in-room somewhere. Like, I think this guy's going to be onto it. Right. Ben Hilsing gives up on the plan. He's going to put the scroll back into the scroll case, put it in his backpack, walk out of the room, lock all the doors behind him, and go out with the scroll on him. Okay. Whoa. Anything in particular you want to do, or are you just going to meet up with Darf? At the meet up with Darf. Uh, we can just skip forward ahead, because we're already over our... Yeah, I want to get an appraiser that is not uh, the one. Like, I, I want to get an appraiser that... I, I don't trust this guy. I think he's trying to screw us, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know he's no, he's going... Oh, wait, no, he, I do know he's going for the scroll, but I also think he might try to screw us on the appraisal. Mm -hmm. I'm going to try and find, like, somebody who doesn't know Joris. Or is... Uh, I'll, ask, I'll ask Darf if he had anyone in mind... And because he probably wanted us to get that uh, Willie or whatever his name was. Yeah, Willie McGee. Like, Let's get somebody else. What? No, no offense, Willie's but great. I, no offense. I just want a third party on this. Ah, uh, yeah. You really don't like him, do you? You don't trust him, do you at all? Not at all. All right. I well, know, what I, a I'm sorry, Darth. I know. I know he probably is. I know you're endeared to him somewhat, but. I mean, one appraiser really is as good as way. another. So. Yeah. Sure. So we, we go somewhere else, get a different appraiser. Um, and you'll have to head back in the morning. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Uh, why don't we just fast forward to morning, unless there's anything in particular you want to do at night, Malachi? <laughs> what a fucking leading question. Like, is there anything you want to do tonight, Malachi? Like, anything at all you're trying to accomplish here? Does he fall asleep in my in my vision? No. 
<laughs> do I, uh... He's not, like, get, 90. Do I get to see his spell books? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He peruses... He takes you into his, uh, study, which has many books. Some of them spell books, some of them non-spell books. There is a, a very lo- great wealth of knowledge in here. Can you, uh... Oh, do we count the coins as well? Yes, there are 2,000 gold coins, 400 silver coins, 20 gems, uh, five objects of art, and two potions. Uh, The potions, by the way, are potion of plant control and potion of vampire control. Okay. Uh, Will you send me a spell list? Um, There's a lot of them. I don't have a, a full spell list at the time. Okay, sure. Um, no, all right. that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. All right, then I yeah, I spend the night with him and I'll sleep. I'll partake in his wife's cooking. I'll I'll be as nice as I can be. I'll tell him about my cloak. Wait, we have to head out in the morning. Uh, no, that's like, I'm okay if we have to head out in the morning. I'm cool with that. Yeah, uh, I guess you could curious. head back and get there uh, after Late sundown. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that in the morning then. I'd rather be there during the day cool. because so, then I can memorize spells. Let's just flip forward to the next day. Can I? Well, can I change yeah, my spells? Rechange my yeah. spells here. Yeah, it's it's getting pretty late for Nick, so I want to kind of wrap this up quickly. Oh yeah, sorry. Um, I'm totally invested. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Are you even gonna go to bed at this point? You have to get on a flight in a few hours. Well, the flights the flights in the flight is in seven hours, mm-hmm. and it takes me an hour to get the probably gonna get there two hours early. So mm-hmm. you gotta leave in four hours. So I will sleep. Yes. Neil, is anything in this room made out of stone? In the in room. Yeah. No, but downstairs there's a uh, stone chimney, a stone fireplace. Okay. Um, hmm. I went to one of the nicer inns and it's not made out of stone? Nope, this is made out of wood. Fuck. Neil, I'm going to go and fire a fireball into the air first thing in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I might even wake up in the middle of the night to do it. I must have something that I can use here. All right. Uh, I don't think Joris takes too much note on that. Kind of, that's the, that's the wizard equivalent of um, pissing contests. Is you know who's got the prettier fireball? <laughs> yeah. All right. So we obviously need Holt person here, just in case. Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. You guys gonna try and steal this guy's scroll and then Whoa, kill this him? This guy's scroll? No, no, no. Only if it comes to a nail. You guys are are murdering. Psychopaths, you know that. I I'm not sure I agree with that. It's not his scroll, anyway. Yeah. I, he just worked for a decade to get it, and you know it's yeah. And he rights. sent like numerous people to their deaths. You know, didn't yeah. put himself at risk ever. Just kind of sent other people to go do his dirty work. What do you actually constitute as work in this situation? There, like, I yeah. mean, would you say that a, a professor does no work because they don't get their hands dirty? I totally trust the guy who just sent, you know, dozens and dozens of people to their deaths with one of the most powerful spells in existence. I think it's the same as a professor. I think it's, yeah. The middleman. It's more like a travel aid. Look at how people twist logic to bend to their will. (laughs) Oh, please. This is why we have political problems in the world. (laughs) Hmm. You could probably nuke me with magic missile, but I... Oh, I don't get that spell until next level. Fuck! This is bullshit. Why are we facing all these things that my magic is useless against? Okay, that's my spell. <sighs> Alright. So there's really... Oh God. Basically, I'm looking for something that's about 
a decent sized bit of stone, right? Are you trying yeah. to burn a Melden stone? No, I'm trying to use stone shape. Um, use stone shapes, actually. Well, it costs months to summoning out. Like, right? I just need something. Oh, wait. Can I use. Because I, I had that clay on me, remember? From when I was uh, shaping the door. Oh, but I use both of them, so I don't have those anymore. Mm -hmm. But, like, if I can go buy something. Because Van wakes up pretty early, I assume, to memorize his spells. Yeah, sure. But I think Van probably wants to, like. I want to get something reasonably sized made out of stone. Okay. And I want I want to basically use shape uh, stone shape, or I, I guess I could just do it with clay. I want to like cover the case in clay and then cast stone shape on it, and get it uh, sealed inside of a stone block. Mm. I don't know if you could necessarily seal the case in stone because it, it's just like the stone will morph to fit. To make whatever shape, so it won't like. Yeah. So could around. I not shape it into like an egg or something, like something hollow? Like I, I, I want a block big enough for the case to be inside. But how would you get the case inside? Is what I'm saying. Because the stone, it's not mold, like the stone. Because you mold the clay around it before you cast it. You mold the clay into what shape you want. So I basically mold the clay around the case. But the clay doesn't turn into stone. The stone. I think it does. No, no. The stone turns into whatever shape the clay is. Uh, stone shape causes 44 points of damage. Oh, wait, that's Melvin's stone. Huh. I mean, if that doesn't work, then I think I'm just going to give up on that plan and take the scroll case back with me. I think if, if you had no, two no stone-shaped spells, you could do it. One, you yeah. could make a hollow okay, I could tube, open, and a second, I could open something and then close it, it again. Mm -hmm. Then I can burn two for that. Okay. And I, I want to find some... That's I need two something I can spells, steal so it. you can't remem two third-level spells. I can learn one and get it. But um, what, like, what could I do it on? What could I get it into? What do you mean? Like, what, what? I, I want it somewhere private. Obviously, I don't want to like in public open up a stone wall and then close it again. Mm -hmm. I want like somewhere I can privately open up some stone and seal it inside. Um, I guess you can. Well, uh, I'll let you solve that problem for yourself. Looking around on the street, I memorized my first stone shape already. Looking around the street, what could I do? Like, what, what, what are some areas where there's nobody around where I could open something up big enough? I mean, you can walk into a, an alleyway between two buildings and do it, and just hope no one comes out into the alley while you're casting your spells. But that's kind of a crapshoot because you know anyone could walk down that alleyway, and stone shape takes two minutes, one minute to cast. You're doing it twice. It's at least two minutes in the alleyway. So if you really want to be invisible, you're gonna have to come up with your own solution. It All really right, depends on how. Uh, let me. Do I have that spell that lets me hide magical auras? Doesn't look like it. Hey Sean, do you realize that you've got uh, resurrection ages you by three years when you cast it? Yeah. So you but I'm only gonna cast it once. That's. It's an acceptable loss. Ninety-five percent. Is it? Yeah. I think I have a crazy good one. 94% or no 90% for system shock. It's one in ten chance that you just die. Yeah. So it's a risk. Yeah. Um, okay, you know, I don't think this plan's gonna work. I'm gonna put the thing in my backpack and I'm just gonna take it back with me. I think we might in the end have to confront him about this. Come on. Oh, There's no way I can hide this reasonably. Well, I'm, I'm not there. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell yeah. you what's Cause the guy almost certainly has an unseen servant. I'm just gonna be real here. So what? If it knows where I am, it's probably going to check my in-room. No, no way. The 
the range isn't that far. <sighs> Fuck it. We're taking a long time here. All right, I need to come up with a plan. Maybe uh, we should just do all this next week. Do it next week? Maybe we should just call it for the day here, and next week we will come back and figure out what, how you guys want to do this. We'll give you a whole week to figure out your plans, and uh, the confrontation with Joris could be really short, or it could take a while. So there's no point, I think, in trying to okay. do it all tonight. Yeah, that's, that's good, because I'm kind of at the point where I need time to think on this. Yeah, so why don't we call it a day for Hardcore Heroes. We will we'll see you guys day. hopefully next week. Uh, we'll have to discuss this after the show because I uh, leave next week. Yeah, we need to do XP though and all that stuff. XP. Yeah. Right. Please, because I feel like I've got a lot of it coming my way. Right. Uh, why don't you guys tally up your spell levels while I tally up your monster sure. and quest stuff? Did not do a whole lot of spells this level. It's all right. You usually get a ton off, so. That's true. Yeah. Plus, we got the golem XP. Um. Oh, I did healing. And you've got Darf, so I'm going to divide it three ways. Yeah, but maybe not for the golems, Neil. That might be all mine. No, because I napped you so that you could cast those spells. Okay. Well, let's let Neil decide on that one. Uh, well, we're going to divide all the XP three ways. Just simplicity. Darf. Tell you yep. what, he's, a, he's had a right one there, hasn't he? Hey, man. Darf is just going to level quickly. Yeah. Um, so you both gain 2,666 from combat and quest, uh, which actually does level Darf to three. All the better awesome. when he fucking fights against us when Joris attacks us. <laughs> Um, who's leveled up to three? Let's roll Darf his D10 plus three HP. Nine more for him. Malachi does get solo XP for killing the golem in single combat, though. Or unless that's only warriors, but I think that's general XP. I think that's only warriors, plus the golems were wounded from before. Uh, one was at 60 and one was at 70% HP, some stuff like that. Uh, uh, I don't know. Basically a goblin at that point. <laughs> yeah. Is our experience table. Okay, that's all my spells now. Here we go. Yeah, that's only warriors anyway. Okay. Uh, player has a clever idea. Oh man, clever ideas all over the place. Why don't you guys both take 75? Idea that saves the party. Don't see it. Roll plays his character well. Both take 200. Um, yeah, duh. 11 spell levels, so that's 550. All right, take it. And Malachi, do you know how many spell levels you had? Uh, two invis, that's four. Slow, that's seven. Two magic missiles, that's nine. Two fireballs, that's 15. Another magic missile, 16. Fly, 19. Protection from normal missiles, 22. Shield, 23. Detect magic, 24. 
That's uh, 1,200, plus you learned Comprehend Languages, which is the second level spell. So 1,400 experience for you. Yeah. I mean, no, I didn't learn Comprehend Languages, did I? Uh, no, you didn't. Good call. 1,200 learned, for you. I, I learned something, though, didn't Oh, I? you learned Protection from Normal Missiles, so 1,500 for you. 1,500 for learning a spell? Uh, no, total. three. Uh, uh. 100 per spell level. Uh, That's 300, so yeah, 1500 total. 15, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and take your beautiful 10%. Yep. Um, and I think that's it for this week of Hardcore Heroes. Is there anything you guys want to say before we head out? It was a good game. Neil, do you not want to talk about the next week now? I mean, or do you um, yeah, so I leave on Friday, so I can play Thursday next week. Which I know is not optimal, but that's the only time um, I can do. Fine, by me. I will have to check my schedule. I don't think I can. I think I might have to go back to Saturdays, but I will double check my schedule. Okay. Uh, so if we we'll play wait a slightly off from, hour, it might be doable. We'll oh, wait to hear yeah. from you, but for yeah. now, we're going to plan no hard core heroes for next week or the will, week after that because I will, I will be out of town. Uh, I'll message you when I... I can I can do it literally right after the session, and I'll just put it up on Discord sure. what times I'd be available. Uh, but for you people watching right now, assume no Hardcore Heroes until Saturday the 10th of September, and be hopefully surprised if we have one before then. Um, all right. All right. Good luck at GamesCon, Nick. Yep. Have fun. Thanks. Do some cool Hello stuff, there. and yeah. we'll see all of you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.